0: Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marcus sparks And welcome to Bros Watch PLL 2. This week we're doing S6E14, New Guys, New Lies. Mm-hmm. This episode is written by Cal Bone and Caitlin Brown. I think it's their first episode they've done together. I think this is Cal Bone's second and Caitlin Brown's first, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, uh, according to IMDb, she had a, a short film that she wrote, but this is, other than that, like her first, uh, you know, written by. Credit. Awesome.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, directed by Zetna Fuentes, who we've seen two episodes in the past. And, uh, yeah, do you want to jump right in here? <laughs> oh, you know, we did have a little bit of follow up. Oh, um, the first time in forever—that's a Frozen song. Yeah, so, so it makes sense that Emily was saying that because she went to the sing along for Frozen with uh, Paige and Sydney. The
1: anachronistic, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> Frozen. Whatever happened yeah. to Sydney? Uh,
1: she had to go. Well, I think that timeline got wiped out. What the was one,
0: the point of Sydney?
1: <laughs> the one where she's uh, Paige and Emily's daughter. <laughs>
0: I feel like they really like had an idea for that, and I don't know, maybe it's just like the actress like didn't want to, you know, work on a different show, or I don't know what. But uh, I yeah, never, never so, really went anywhere.
1: I know I said this in an episode. I read somewhere not long ago that Emma Stone is going to play like young Cruella Deville. Oh yeah, and there's nothing that Emma Stone can't do. But I still think the chick who played Sydney oh. is brilliant for that. Chloe role. Bridges. Yeah. Hmm. She would nail it.
0: I, Emma Stone, I can definitely see that with the blonde hair.
1: I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I would, I would watch a movie in which Emma Stone gleefully commits genocide. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that says a lot about me. Anyway, so do you want? To, are we ready? Any more feed, uh, stuff from last week?
0: I think that's it. Now let's jump right in.
1: Okay, so we're. We've got a post-coital acoustic jam plug-in the soundtrack. It's more the morning after.
0: can I immediately interrupt you to add one more detail? Please do. The me. privacy on Pretty Little Liars, that huh. was done by uh, Ashley Mayer and Laura Layton this time. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Maybe it means nothing. Maybe they're just spreading it out a little bit, but...
1: I wonder, like, I mean, I guess you, could, you would record a ton of those. I mean, I know, like, sometimes Ashley Benson does it. It seems
0: like sometimes, uh... They've all pals? done it. Like, Mona, like, Janelle Parrish did refer her the Unmasked episode. But that's, mm. I'm pretty sure, the first time Laura Leighton or anyone else besides, like, the main, you know, girls have done it.
1: I wonder. I mean, would it be weird if it was just, like, suddenly it's Nolan North?
0: <laughs> Previously, I'm pretty the liars.
1: <laughs> You're just like, wow, I really feel it. Mm. Um,. So, yeah, it's the morning after in the Hastings barn. The sun is...
0: Naked Spalab.
1: Yeah, and the sun is shining through the windows. We pan over the naked backside of Spencer in bed, and we pan over to Caleb lying beside her asleep still. I um, mean, he's exhausted from their evening of passionate lovemaking.
0: Yeah, his brain's thoroughly fucked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some uh, sex jam by Alabama Shakes on the soundtrack right I now. I mean,
1: he is dehydrated, mm-hmm. as can be
0: um spencer so sleeps she, on her stomach
1: yeah she kind of takes it in you know watches him as she wakes up realizes it's real then bites her thumb uh-huh. a little bit yes yeah. it is at once an incredibly sexy gesture but also one of total self-satisfaction mm-hmm. uh then we see spencer from behind and she like slides on a long like shirt gets out of the bed his like, shirt <laughs> yeah this his shirt <laughs> I love how they they do it to, like the full on, like more naked backside.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, she cam- she puts his shirt on, doesn't even button it, just kind of wraps it around herself.
1: Camera, nice kind of over like, a lot of like overhead shots in this episode. Camera's overheads, a nice shot as we watch her walk. We now know with the little bedroom. I feel like
0: overhead. um, I feel like we're seeing higher angles in these sets. Like there's there's more height to them than we're used to seeing.
1: Yeah, well. Uh, Or sometimes i've noticed in this episode particularly the camera will go lower um just to play around you're you're getting Mm -hmm. a much more playful like visual style in parts of 6b like stylistically Mm -hmm. they're they're really taking some interesting shot or chances um so the camera's overhead nice shot as we watch her watch her and all 20 miles of trojan's legs as she strolls over to the kitchen area um this barn area is bigger than my apartment of course she starts to cough pretty nice
0: pretty nice pad
1: I mean, if it wasn't, you know, right outside of a graveyard.
0: <laughs> uh, I feel like, What do you think that runs? Like, if you're going to rent that, I don't know, like 1200 Pennsylvania people, shout at us. Yeah, I would like to know. Well, I
1: don't think Egg could have afforded 1200 It's also gross to me now that, I, now that I remind myself that Egg lived in this domicile.
0: Well, I think she changed the sheets, you know what I'm saying? I hope she uh, sprayed everything. Maybe down. a different bed, different mattress. I mean, this is like this is a full pad. I mean, there's a bedroom and a kitchen and a living room and all that. I feel like I don't know. I don't like I said shadowed It dust. is
1: it is equally the size of both Lucas's loft and Ezra slash uh, Toby's loft. It is bigger than the trailer that we find out Toby's living in. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, She's like, she's making the coffee, stretching a little bit. She like, kind of looks over, sees her just phone like the, the table. neck
0: crack of a full sexual satisfaction. There. <laughs> exactly. there's no regret for sure. There's no. no like, oh shit, what did we do?
1: The only thing that she's not doing is like looking at a picture of like a framed picture of
0: Hannah and just kind of <laughs> smirking or whatever. I don't yeah, know. She's she not it. looking at the camera and being like, Spencer got hers.
1: Well, it's funny is that on our on our Instagram, there's a few pictures here and there, and some of the comments are like, Ugh, I can't even watch it. It's so stupid. Everyone <laughs> hates this." And it's like, I don't think everyone hates this. Not
0: everyone. No, you know, I wouldn't call myself a a shipper for this or anything, but this is new and interesting, and I want I want to ride with it for a while. You it, know? It,
1: this their scenes together remind me of the bit from Boogie Nights where Dirk Diggler talks about how he wants to help all couples. <laughs> Make a lot. (laughs) That's a deep reference. (laughs) I saved thousands of marriages. (laughs) Just keep on rocking and rolling. So anyway, it's interesting that the phone has moved from the coffee table over by the fire to the table by the doors. Here, she goes over, picks up. She's smiling, and then oh shit! She sees all the text change from the lesson, and I love how they just like fly out of the phone into this bizarre collage. I mean, I love what PLO is doing this season. It's like this weird. Form of like like Ludovician art or whatever, but uh, so the first is well. Also, I love that they're all signed by everyone now Well, oh, like,
0: you know maybe that's just to i don't know like do they actually type that or is that just like to let you know who well i'm it, so curious
1: know? because later on it looks like hannah's using spencer's phone and mm-hmm. it's like
0: <laughs> anyway <laughs> so the first is spencer hello
1: from hannah and then did you get that text from aria and then sos from emily and then a where are you spencer with two question marks and three exclamation points from hannah and then meet it radley from emily and we need to talk from aria we need to talk yeah they all kind of just hang there for a moment. And then the angle changes that we see the big one going backwards to, you know who did it, and I'm going to make you talk with the sign-off emoji. And again, it's not like the fucking Red Devil from Scream Kings. This is
0: clearly like a skull with horns. Yeah, and Spencer's Devilish, just like, well, yes. there goes my post-coital bliss.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, then,
0: uh, yeah, next thing, we're hurrying to the rally. She's dressed now, of course. She's got her phone out. She's going to meet the other liars in the lobby here.
1: Well, nice little, like, she comes in the set from one way. I like I like how her body and the camera kind of make this X motion. Oh, yeah. She passes in front of it, and then it spins around to catch the liars in their their new little look,
0: which includes, like, mimosas and hors d'oeuvres trays. <laughs> we got to talk about Arya's outfit before we do anything else here. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, Ari and Emily in this episode, both are wearing what I would call distractingly short skirts. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh yeah. with the Arya's got like a yellow top on with like little zebras like kissing each other. Mm-hmm. But like the zebras are like they have like little yarn hair mm-hmm. that's like hanging off the, it's so bizarre. It's it's definitely Arya. It's like uh if you guys know that band Death from Above nineteen seventy
1: nine, it's like this would be like if they sold sweaters to children with their album covers on it or something, it's I don't even know what the hell this is.
0: Well, I think this is this is the outfit for Aria we were waiting for. Yeah. The one where you just can't look away.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's kind of a, a slightly like it's just this close to being a gross yellow. <laughs> um, She tries to do some stealthy shit later while wearing this mm-hmm. fucking thing. Full of stealth, yeah. Yeah, So yeah.
0: Spencer says, guys, I'm so sorry. I was up late last night prepping for a town hall meeting. Turn off my phone. Also, I fucked Caleb. <laughs> uh, and she puts the phone down. She's like, who the hell sent that? And Emily says, someone who has our new number. And Ari's like, like, Allie? We all know I'm at the top of her suspect list. It's all about Ari, you guys.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Emily says, maybe that's why Sarah's still hanging around. She might not be able to cut her own meat, but she can still type a text um could you <laughs> i just just ponder for a moment imagine shower trying to like cut a steak or something with the robot hands i can't and do like it. slipping in like the knife sheets across the table
1: i am i am just so fascinated by that shot from the the next week
0: so oh so. yeah with like the literal robot hands
1: well no i think it's the things that keep the shape of your gloves. why
0: would you use those what possible purpose do they serve?
1: She's a fancy glove person now. I, guess. I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna be forced to like adopt this affectation, mm-hmm. you're gonna go deep on it. It's like
0: people with like weird facial hair or like canes. I don't mm. know. Um <laughs> Maybe Sarah Harvey can adopt a cane. That'll be your next affectation. A <laughs> Top
1: hat. Basically a technical or dream car. I just want her to dress like a seventies pimp.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hannah says, so I'm guessing everything she told the judge about Charlotte was a lie. And Spencer says, maybe she came back here to mourn the death of her mentor or torment her. It's like she can't resist that wordplay a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. As you do. Yeah. All right, it's like, so... We're definitely saying that Sarah's the stalker. And Emily's like, I'm telling you guys, that
0: bitch wasn't stockholm while. (laughs) She makes a really weird face at this line here.
1: Yeah, Shea Mitchell gets some great lines in this episode. Um, Which is like, well, the only thing we know for sure is that she spent two years helping Charlotte torture us. That's plenty of time to perfect the art of cyber stalking. And Hannah throws out, or it could just be some techie at the phone company with too much time in his hands. And everyone kind of gives her a look, like, I'm just thinking of Jonas. Um, And Hannah's like, God, I miss New York. I'm addicted to, I think it was her blue bottle coffee.
0: I'm addicted to, parentheses, New York things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One cup and you feel like you can handle anything that your boss throws at you. Staplers, her phone. I mean, it's like your boss literally throws things at you.
0: And Hannah kind of like shrugs of her eyebrows. Mm-hmm. And also, like, like we want to hear more about Hannah's boss now. I mean, two things here. One, number one, Hannah just completely changed the conversation to like a humble brag about her fancy New York job. Yeah. And how she's essentially Supergirl. Yeah. Number two, I feel like Hannah is in danger of becoming one of those New York people Mm. who always has to let you know, oh, my God, well, in New York, we have blue bottle coffee and blah, 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 New York, New York. The universe doesn't exist unless it's in New York.
1: Well, at least with Jordan, he lets the money do the talking for him, which in my case is beneficial because I can't understand half what he's fucking saying.
0: I can't wait till we get to those scenes.
1: I I don't even know what's gonna happen, guys. You're definitely
0: gonna have to do the voice.
1: I I don't I don't even know what that is. I don't know what's gonna <laughs> happen here. It's gonna be an amazing train. The train's gonna fly off the tracks into the goddamn mountain.
0: Blue bottle coffee. Yeah. I feel like if I've heard of that, not living in New York, that's too too much. It's it's like too obvious, I guess. Mm. Like it's it, I feel like it's not that Hannah's authentically New York. It's that she's trying really hard to be. Like uh ooh, I'm a New Yorker, you know.
1: Well, also, I feel like I heard a lot of different uh
0: geographical markers as to where mm-hmm. Anna's address put her. Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> right next to Daredevil and Jessica Jones.
1: I I love to see that show. Well, the Hannah's like completely oblivious to what a shithole apparently Hell's Kitchen <laughs> is. As no, it's, it's line, all gentrified now. Yeah. As she's in line at Blue Bottle Coffee behind Luke Cage. hmm <laughs> Uh so uh Hannah then leans forward, and she grabs Spencer's phone, and Spencer's just like, wait, what are you doing? And I was like, I would love if there's already, like, juicy sex, like, from Caleb on there.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That would be I, interesting.
1: I mean, that's kind of what my first thought with, like, Spencer freaking out was. Anyway, so Hannah's like, I lied to Lorenzo She's you. like,
0: don't you dare swipe left or right right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> don't look at my pictures or things that people have sent me. She's like, all. I document everything. You know she does.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, So, Hannah's like, I lied to Lorenzo yesterday. He knows it. I don't have any time to play games. So, she starts typing. And Aria, poo-pooing on everything, is like, like the techie's going to respond. And it's here that we fully see that Emily and Aria are wearing crazy short skirts. Mm -hmm. So, we see that Hannah's texting, do I know you?
0: Hannah. New phone. Who dis?
1: Yeah. (laughs) She holds up for the phone for her friends to see. Kind of a boss move. I mean, this is like her like, walking away from the uh, explosion, not looking back. Because we see the little dots bouncing. And again, the person on the other end typing response. Emily's like, okay, the techie's
0: typing. Do you think that A uses re- re- read receipts like a true psychopath?
1: Uh, that would be fantastic. Hmm. I just love, I do love, like, uh, uh, the fact that, that somebody's responding to A. Not that I think you're going to start, like, a
0: Immediately, podcast, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I think we were talking about like before we started recording. Like Emily can turn anyone; like she can seduce anyone. How come no one ever tried to have Emily just seduce a? <laughs> <laughs> Very I mean, true. She's so sexy; they have to like redo the shushing because <laughs> it's too hot. Anyway, so we see everyone watching with intrigue, and we get Hannah gets a response. She looks at the phone, a little pleased with herself, and she turns the phone around, shows everyone that the answer was
0: yes. Yes. Arya narrows her eyes at
1: this.
0: Yeah. Um, so interestingly, like the stylistic guidelines to the text that
1: shows up in the the air, seemingly to me it's whenever it's like you're reading the text message, you'll see the text. Or if you're showing the screen out.
0: Yeah, and it's actually it's it's tied to the phone oftentimes, so it like moves around with the phone moves. Sh- yeah. As
1: the camera moves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of hope that they stick to like, I know these are, it's hard to explain, but I hope they kind of stick to these stylistic rules because, I don't know, it, it just, it, it makes it better in that, in that regard, I think. It makes it much more interesting. um So, uh, oh shit, everyone like, Ari does her ice queen, Emily looks to Spencer, Spencer's like, whoa, we
0: see Hannah still holding the phone, she's looking at her Spencer. um Yeah. Yeah, credits. Yeah. New sure, sure. I think uh, while we were watching this, I turned to you and I said, "I predict that Hannah gets the shush this week," and I was right. I feel like Arya's the hammer; they're saving her. But doesn't she have to be next week? Well, I think if if they were going to like then repeat in order, she'd get the finale, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah. As as her rightful place. Um, Hannah, not a bad shusher. Although I feel like when they zoom in on her, I realize I don't really like the dress she's wearing. Mm, yeah. because it has this weird collar choker situation happening that just frames her face in a weird way like i don't know i feel like it's a weird look for her
1: i seem to remember there's a lot more like her her pop and funeral attire i would just want in the finale when they do the shot of all five girls before the coffin we then get like drunken stumble bum ezra just kind of <laughs> and- get out now <laughs> Uh, so after Oh, God.
0: Credits, imagine an Ezra shish. That'd be the worst.
1: <laughs> he couldn't do it. He'd like have his finger in his ear or something. Mm-hmm. So after the credits, it's a little bit later. Same spot. We could see the, the spread there of like the hors d'oeuvres and everything. Emma's and on the phone of Allison, and she's like, So you have Dr. Rollins. Huh. Sounds peaceful there. Hannah does an eye roll. <laughs> well, the other layers are
0: all just like, uh... Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's like... I think, you know, in the show, or or, or as a watcher of the show, you know something eventually will happen with Allison
0: and Dr. Rollins, but it's Mm -hmm. like, right now... I'm just really glad it's happening off-screen, where I don't have to watch it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll say this about Dr. Rollins. He's not Jordan. Um, So, Emily's like, okay, well, give us a call if you need anything. Bye. She hangs up. She says, okay, so Allison's at the Rollins Family Farm in eastern Pennsylvania. They are on a dairy tour right
0: now. I think... Like, true realism here, either Spencer or Hannah would be like, is she fucking this doctor or something? Like, what the fuck's going on there? Well, I wanted Hannah to
1: be like, you guys are idiots. That's 100% a lie. The dairy tour? That's so boring, I want to, like, just throw myself out a window. Uh-huh.
0: Well, Hannah says, okay, if Allie's really tasting Amish cheese, do you think she'd be the cyber stalker? Which, uh, tasting Amish cheese, I just want you to imagine that Allie and Rollins' romance there. Like, just picture tasting amish cheese and I let your I, mind wander
1: i think i you know if, if i was with somebody that i moderately cared about i would much rather do the burnt toast than the amish
0: mm. cheese mm. um the amish so, cheese does not sound like a good thing
1: no it sounds too much like head cheese Arya ponders it and she's just like if is a really big two-letter word hannah and hannah like an eye roll for her whole head <laughs> um, and Spencer's so just like whoever this person is they think that we we know who killed Charlotte and they're sending us these texts because they want us to rat that person out and Hannah's like well we do know who killed her don't we and oh. Aria takes Dolores Umbridge with that sentiment go ahead she's, Sorry. Probably, she's like Ezra said he didn't do it so Hannah head roll that's <laughs> what, there's like maybe that's what you heard Aria but the rest of us heard Ezra kick us out of his apartment
0: and it was glorious
1: I thought you were about to do it again.
0: <laughs> no. I just wanted to I just want to throw out a prediction. Um so if Allie shows up next week and she has some sort of like maybe she offers pictures or some sort of elaborate description of her like time at this farm, mm-hmm. I feel like if she does that, she's lying. If it's never addressed again, she's not lying. That's my prediction. The problem with Allison is that there is so much
1: about her that's never fleshed out even in the smallest details like uh uh season five the the larry Reeman episode they directed where it's like she could suddenly go out of town of her dad for the weekend or whatever
0: well i feel like she's got to be number one suspect right now right oh yeah
1: yeah well if if nothing else not only i mean i think she was my suspect like before i even watched Six Eleven,
2: mm-hmm. but also
1: once I saw her initiate prayer circle, I was like, I would rather see her be evil. I would rather see her chop off like the heads of people she
0: loves than see her ever do this again. Um, yeah. So. uh, yeah, Hannah says, OK, well, we do know who killed her, don't we? And Ari says, Ezra said he didn't do it. And Spencer says, maybe that's what you heard, Ari, but the rest of us heard Ezra kick us out of this apartment. And Emily's looking over at the bar, watching the TV, and she's like, guys. Because on the TV, we see Lorenzo holding a press conference. Shouldn't the, this be the chief of police? The whole setup is wrong, though. It's like, it's very... Yeah, it should be the, the chief of police. This
1: is not this like, glory hog. But, like, it, police press conferences are usually sitting... There's usually several people there... You're not usually at a podium like you're a politician admitting that you did something regretful with your he, genitals.
0: He looks like he's like delivering a presidential address or something. There's Ooh. like a big seal behind him and American yeah. flag. Well, I, I had expected him to be like, "I'm throwing my
1: name out as a write-in candidate against Veronica Hastings or something." <laughs> <laughs> um, so like Lorenzo's just like, "This is like a dig, right?" He's like, "Rosewood has been a peaceful community for five years." And every member of this police department has taken this case, not just seriously, but personally. And I actually Why wrote personally. Down... Yeah, I don't know. I wrote down in my notes. Look what a hipster that bartender is.
0: Um, so well, I... no, Hold on a sec. The, the RPD here, like this is a cop killer that, yeah, that was yeah. murdered. Why do you care? Yeah. Just I don't know, like just because or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're taking this really personally. The person who murdered Wilden, we really care about, you know, bringing her to justice.
1: I wanted to be like, look, you can say a lot of things about Rosewood, a lot of things.
0: We're not Ferguson, I'm right?
1: <laughs> um, so the liars, like, they come close and they stand there and watch the press conference. And, he, and Lorenzo continues, like, without going into detail that could harm the investigation. I, well,
0: I like how there's all these other patrons watching too. Like, ooh, ooh, I really want to know what's going on in this town.
1: Look at the extras there, like the the clientele for the rally, like lobby bar, is fascinating. Well, to one me. of
0: those dudes has a. Uh, like a fedora yes yeah bro yeah it's like it's like a white fedora that's like kind of knit with like green and red knit yeah that's something
1: yeah yeah there's, there's some great looks here
0: um <laughs> his date is like oh my god you're wearing a fedora <laughs> <laughs> at like 10
1: o'clock in the morning <laughs> in a bar um so like without going to with deep, side like sideburns hard- <laughs> <Yeah>, sorry <laughs> like an hard investigation I can tell you that we're narrowing down our list of suspects. We're confident that we know what the murder weapon was, and we will find it. The person who killed Charlotte De Laurentiis will be brought to justice. And it's like right now that Arya like looks down at her phone.
0: Well, the rest of them are like, welp, whatever. Yeah. He's talking about us,
1: right? <laughs> Emily knows something, gets to Shusher's attention, and she's like, Arya. So
0: Arya looks over, and then she sees her
1: dad on the other end of the lobby, like walking through with a bag over her shoulder, and she's like, oh, What's my dad doing here? Byron's the like, swagmeister. Yeah. yeah, he Byron heads into an elevator. And Hannah's like, looks like he got a room. And Arya straight up says, "I didn't know he was seeing anyone." She <laughs> says that immediately, without a, without any trace of weirdness, as if Byron, a grown adult who owns his
0: own home, well, should just go ahead and get a hotel room in the middle of the day for affairs. Well, my little, like, subtiles here, Arya's just like, whoa, what's my dad doing here? It's like, fucking Ashley Marin, that's what he's doing, Arya. And Hannah's like, oh, it looks like you got a room. To nail your mom, Hannah. That's what he's doing. Well, and they're I'm... all, like, snickering at this. Like, the rest of them, Hannah's just like, yeah, that's because they're doing it at the Rally. It's like, laugh it up now, Hannah. Just wait.
1: Well, like, I,
0: yeah, yeah I agree with you. Like, uh, But
1: I brought this up, it's like, why would he bring any mistress other than, like, an Ashley Marin to the Rally for an affair? And then the response I got was, well, because, you know, his daughter is staying with him. And I was like, he moved his fucking murderous mistress into the house when the daughter mm, was in high school. True. Byron is not a guy who's big on scruples. Um, I
0: do like that they're dressing them all in black in this episode. Yeah. It's like Dark Byron. Yeah.
1: Like a defrocked priest. Um <laughs> It's probably listen in the Yelp review that the Rally is the high-class upscale joint. Well, to bring Mr. Did Stig- you get,
0: like, the weird smile Aria gets when Hannah's just like, yeah, they're doing it at the Radley." She gets the creepiest smile on her face. Like, what the fuck is that look, Aria? I feel like Aria writes, like, weird fanfiction about people she knows. She's that person. Mm. Um, so I- I'm really glad that the Radley has stolen all of the Bradbury's, like, classy infidelity customers here. I
1: really
0: they put them out of business.
1: I really wonder. Like, did do you think like the fixtures and everything was just bought from the Bradbury and brought over? Maybe I don't know. Could I mean, I feel fancy like the rally... elevator doors. I, my Marvel. my theory for a lot of people who who are now like a little late to the game, starting up the whole Gilmore Girls versus PLL thing because of the uh, the WB lot. Mm-hmm. My 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 theory that I want to put out there is that Rosewood and Stars Hollow actually are the mm-hmm. same town. And some people would just get the name wrong.
0: Where's Stars Sal- Hollow? Like, wh- it's like
1: actually in Connecticut. But yeah. I just want to think that everyone is like somebody is really backwards, and it's somehow the same town. Um. So Byron's in the elevator. Like the doors close, and Aria smiles. Then all four of the liars' Tech messages alerts go off. They all kind of like sigh of weariness, check their phones, and we see the text hovering there. I found what they're looking for. Tell me who it belongs to. We see the kind of the picture loading block, which I thought was really interesting. <laughs> And then we see the picture pops up. It's a golf club with a nine on it. And Emily's uh, ADR is like, "It's a nine iron." And Hannah's ADR is, "You could kill somebody with that,
0: as opposed to a seven iron, which you definitely couldn't kill somebody with." So Melissa calls. I'm sure Peter Hastings calls. You know I do. I I, I don't well, know.
1: He also he also tennises.
0: That he does. <laughs> he uh, t- Emily's like, racket? "Do you really think that's a murder weapon?" Spencer says, does Ezra play golf? Golf seems a little a little bit too bourgeois for Ezra. Yeah. Like, I feel like he limits his leisure sport activities strictly to, like, maintaining a 10 speed he never actually rides.
1: I'm just, I'm just trying to picture in my head
0: scenes from Caddyshack,
1: but with Ezra in them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I my mean, last one on the scene, I feel like Hannah is not picking up on, like, the spale of sex vibes right now. Like, her mind is elsewhere.
1: I just I wanted the scene where Hannah kind of like leans in and just like smells Spencer. Like, damn, I know that musk. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the brew, we see Sabrina like getting, setting down some coffee cups in front of a couple. And she's like, here you guys, here you go, guys,
0: enjoy. She well, I got to say, I'm really glad to see Sabrina again because her INDB just listed like one episode. Mm-hmm. I was, was kind of concerned we'd never see her again, but uh, I guess they're keeping on the deal. I think she's going to be in a lot of this season. That's the vibe I get just from what they've been doing with her.
1: Well, I agree. It's like shocking. And like, I feel like every time we see Sabrina, like they're covertly like peeling new layers to her. Mm -hmm. But like, but small layers, but it's like getting a lot of traction. Um,
2: I feel like this is
0: the right way to introduce a new character. Like slowly, subtly, not trying to like force them into a plot. They're just kind of there.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, and and you know, I mean, we talked about like, uh, Sabrina has a storyline of Emily. It's obviously got to be like a lesbian thing. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't really pick up on that at all until until this episode when I was like, damn, shay Mitchell could seduce anyone just by walking into a room. And I um, don't call her
0: Slay Mitchell for nothing.
1: Just <laughs> bumped. uh so just then aria pops in the front door to ruin sabrina's day and she's like sabrina <laughs> hey can i talk to you for a second and sabrina's wearing a fancy dress like something different for her, almost like a flappy girl Fla- a flapper girl sorry not flappy girl
0: um flappy girl. <laughs> aria's gonna follow sabrina around in this scene just on the edge of being pushy
1: well so sabrina's like it's aria right and Arya says you know who i am
0: i like how sabrina knows her name like, I wonder what Ezra's told her about Arya over the years.
1: If you see that girl from high school come in, uh, I paid myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Arya's like, yes, hey, um, uh, look, so I've been helping Ezra out with this new book, and I'm a little worried he hasn't been answering any of my calls. And Sabrina's, like, trying to do her job, like, yeah. you know, like, folding some shit and restocking some, restocking some uh, stir straws and whatnot. Not making eye contact. <laughs> yeah. And shooting Ari a little side-eye. And she says, Esther's out of town. And Ari's like, are you sure? And Sabrina says, I saw him leave, so yeah. And Ari <laughs> says, do you know where he went? And Sabrina says, when he gets like this, I've learned it's best not to ask. And Ari's like, like this? And Sabrina <laughs> says, there is dark and breeding, and then there is dark and depressed. I would check that box for Ezra. Dark Ezra confirmed.
1: Well, Argus seems, like,
0: stunned, but also moved. Like, oh. There's a little bit of how dare you and a little bit of go on. Well,
1: like, yeah. tell me more about this tortured Byronic hero. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just imagine having Ezra as your boss.
2: <laughs> human, and, human
0: resources nightmare. Yeah, Sabrina so says, look, he disappears a lot. He's usually back in a few days. And Arya's like, look, he, he didn't tell me he was going out of town, but I know he finished the next chapter in his book, and I'm supposed to proofread the pages and email them to my boss, so could you please let me into the lot? And Sabrina's face is basically just like, nice try, you terrifying little woman. Well, but no, she kind of sighs from like the shitty
1: position Arya's trying to put her in, because what mm-hmm. kind of gross person just does this to a stranger? Uh, I like Sabrina because she's obviously a, a little bit weird, but like she's... Mostly this season, trying to share just common sense with these girls.
0: Well, you know who she also is an adult.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> their their idea of normal is so off its axis that she can
0: just never reach them. Yeah. Um, and Arya's just like, "Please, my job is on the line here." Experience says, "I hear you, Arya, but if I let you into my boss's apartment, my job's gonna be on the line." Sorry, Shisher sure denied. Mm. Arya just stands there, like like looking around, like what the fuck just happened. <laughs> <laughs> you just said no to me. What the fuck?
1: Well, so now now the uh, the insane gerbil on the wheel is spinning over time in Aria's mm-hmm. brain. Uh, so we of to Spencer's family kitchen, which is now like uh, like political central. Uh, she's at the island. There's some binders open, papers everywhere. She's working on something. There's other people like laying out stuff on the coffee table behind her. Some dude's talking Staffers, on the cell phone yeah. in the corner. Uh, Kayla walks in, you know, comes over to Spencer with his laptop, opens it up. He's like, hey. She kind of gnaws and she's like, he's like, thanks for making coffee this morning. She kind of acknowledges how weird it is. And she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I had to run to a breakfast meeting and then all of this. Well, this seems
0: kind of fun because there's this like this tentative feeling each other out here. Like I feel like they're both more into it than they want to let on. Mm -hmm. They're kind of just trying to, you know, take the temperature here.
1: Well, taking each other's temperature, a little vulnerable, a little hopeful, but also like, surrounded by political flunkies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they're in an interesting spot because it, it's not like this was like a first date, you know, one night stand type of right. thing. Like they'd known each other for years and years. So the kind of, the situation's different than it usually would be, you know, yeah. like the same rules don't exactly apply here. Like they know each other.
1: Oh yeah. Well, like, and it's not just their friendship mm-hmm. that's delicately potentially like going to be broken here. It's, it's the whole fabric of the universe. As we've discovered, because some ships go sailing and some go, ships go crashing off the earth. I don't know what what Marley, Marley King's Instagram post was. Um, So uh, she's breakfast meeting. Uh, he's like, so he's like, <laughs> low key. He's like, you didn't sneak out because of but She's like, no, God, no. Last night was perfect. And she smiles and he smiles or leaves. And he's big like, big yeah, yeah. yeah, I still got it. Um, So someone kind of walks over and Spencer like jumps into a topic as if they're talking about it all along, be as conspicuous <laughs> as possible. Did you know that 89% of all young voters are recently surveyed? Who recently said that the recent economic slump has forced them to put their lives on hold? LOL. Um, this puts her like, she looks at the new
0: person who's Gil, who I guess is the campaign manager, and she's like, Gil, what's up? And well, I think he, Gil's probably just used to her like babbling on like weird statistics like that constantly. It probably seems like completely ordinary.
1: Well, when, 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 Spencer, like, really likes or respects somebody. She gets this kind of uh, bizarre overly fixated like enthusiasm mm-hmm. which can be off-putting and this guy just <laughs> seems like he lives half in her phone he kind of reminds me a little bit of that peter hastings oh yeah vibe where he just stares at his phone all the time i
0: had that note yeah he's got that peter hastings like never paying full attention to her yeah. which i think works for her
1: yeah yeah so he's like this was updated this morning and he sets the binder in front of her and we see on it that says
0: hastings campaign opposition research
1: candidate phillips
0: it's him. like three inches thick yeah. That's a hell of a lot of oppo research for a state Senate campaign. I'm just saying. It is a lot. It, yeah. it is. It, and we'll find out. It is extensive. So
1: <laughs> under that, some fine print and how this is intended only for members of Veronica's campaign. And he's like, it's everything that you want to know about the Phillips family and then some. So she's excited. And she's like, I will live and breathe this. Thank you, Gil. And Gil's already walked off. So Caleb, like, kind of. He, he clo- suspects nothing, basically. <laughs> Cl- or, or cares not- no. Yeah. No bit <laughs> Caleb like closes his laptop and Spencer dives in and he's like, Ugh, "That is a thick file." And she's like, "Yeah." And so she opens up the file, starts reading, and she's like, "Okay, candidate Phillips." She gave the commencement speech at the Wesleyan before earning her JD at Georgetown, and we know this because it's written right there and highlighted.
0: Is it mirrored as uh, candidate Phillips seem a little overqualified? Uh,
1: yeah. So in the file, we learn about candidate Christine Phillips. Uh, this this file was prepared by Crystal Torminen. Uh, crystal spells her name interesting and i did moderate amount of research i can only assume this is a nod to the guy who's the prop guy in the fosters anyway Canada timeline
0: not the greatest typist uh just gonna throw that out there
1: it's the a it's a type by a five-year-old it's a it's a weird file birthday on 615 commencement teacher wesleyan bachelor of science member of kappa alpha whoa masters in business administration and then it says businessman. Unknown business and time. Yeah, I don't know what
0: the fuck that means. James anyway,
1: Georgetown. Some of the seams are
0: Yeah, Spencer seems. Spencer says uh, her favorite ice cream is actually sorbet, and she often binges on candy corn while on the campaign trail. And Kill can- is just like, ugh, candy corn. That's a serious sugar addition. Spencer's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, is this like a subtle like Alex? Alex, a uh, candy thing? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, So then she turns the page to opposition research Yvonne Phillips. Oh, shit. And we see a picture of a young girl about Spencer's age. I believe this is, like, Rick Fox's daughter.
1: Yeah. Uh, Who also has apparently modeled for a series of stock photography images. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And her voice drops a little bit lower, and she says, And here's the recon on her family. A little hesitant now. Obviously, this chick means something. Spencer says... I mean, we have to assume that they know as much about us as we know about them.
1: If they did, they would be so terrified of your family that they would <laughs> get in their car and never come back.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, Kiel says, uh, I know. It's a little awkward considering. Spencer says, yeah, you said Yvonne was nice, right? And Kim's like, yeah, yeah. We only hung out a couple times, but she seems okay. <laughs> this is Toby's new squeeze, obviously. Mm. And Spencer says, cool. um, if I didn't think this town was small when I left, it certainly is now. She puts a file aside, just a little annoyed and kids just like, Hey, um, I was uh, thinking about taking a drive to see Toby. And we see like Spencer a little bit of panic, but she tries to play it off. And she says, um, yeah, I'm cool with that. She kind of gets up and walks over to some other files, maybe trying to put a little distance there, but then he follows her anyway. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: he said, I love that they're, they're, the, the laptops throughout the island. And I was like, man, remember when this show started and Spencer would just sit here on a Saturday night and steal her sister's term papers oh, and yeah. shit as her act of youthful rebellion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he follows her over and he says, uh,
1: Oh, he says, What's uh, he say? um, so since we, uh,
0: and she kind of stares
1: at him like over intense. And he's like, uh, should I get my own place? And she's surprised. And she's like, is that what you want? And he's like, is that what you want? She leans it's in. It's like, get- be honest with each other. You both want to go back to bed right now. Come on. Yeah. So she like leans in to get real with him. And she's just like, look, I just need you to promise me one thing. He's like, okay. She's like, I will always get the first cup of coffee in the morning. And this makes him laugh. And he gets he gets real back at her. He's like, Spencer, I promise that I will not become to you and your relationship with caffeine. And she says, thank you. And then they, uh, they do and then some. And the breakfast. audience is just like, hashtag goals. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the Liar's Bond isn't the real OTP. Maybe it's actually Spencer and Caffeine as the once in future endgame.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh oh boy. So then there's Lucas's loft. There's Hannah. Actually FaceTiming of Jordan on a real I- iPad. Face chatting.
0: Though. Um this guy. The blender from down under here. Yeah. Jordan on her iPad. She's got a keyboard for her iPad. It's yeah. A little weird. Yeah. Just pointing that out. He's smiling very smugly. And uh I don't know, do you want to do this? <sighs> sure. Uh, Hannah says, wow, it's so short. You look hot. Where are you? Well, I'm at the airport. So she's at Lucas's place. Her her wife, Emily, is walking around in a tiny leather skirt in the background, just like listening in. Yeah. And she's like, babe, you're leaving early?
1: hmm Is that a problem? Never. I'm going to run a car. You got any problems?
0: Oh, you don't need one. Oh, Lucas I do, I... is letting us use his jag. Come with Comes with the loft.
1: I had to rewind, by by the way, a hundred times to decipher, I'm going to rent a car. you got any preference. I could yeah. not understand for the longest fucking time what he was playing. Um. Anyways, I really feel like Lucas is going to come back and be upset because he intended that law for Hannah and not for mm-hmm. Hannah and her fiance. Mm-hmm. Like, Lucas is going to come back as basically Neil Patrick Harris Gone Girl.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Heather Hogan's <laughs> recap. was talking about that. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so he's just like, you want to pick me up then? In Philly?
1: I'm taking a company plane. We can land in Brookhaven.
0: I'll see you on the runway. So he signs off. I really feel like Jordan should be like, who the fuck is this Lucas guy who lets you crash his place and drive his Jag for free? Like, do I need to hit him? What's the situation?
1: And then he meets Lucas and he's just like, oh. He's um, like, no, it's cool.
0: I I, like I understand. I, like I have the- no issues. <laughs> Lucas, I, let me shake your hand, buddy. I'd like to think that the uh, the airport in
1: Brookhaven is near the infamous creepy doll hospital.
0: Well, it's um, is that the one that's near the Lost Inn, the Lost Woods Inn? I'm not sure if it's near the Lost Woods Inn, but I
1: believe I mean it was Brookhaven where Arya dresses Vivian Dark Bloom.
0: Well, oh, that's where that, Allie went from right. the Lost Woods Inn to meet A. That what time? But, but I, think, I mean. I feel like.
1: Geo- aria ran into the
0: pilot bro there mm-hmm. so obviously it's
1: tied in somehow yeah. um so then by the I, way I'm,
0: i, I oh. think no spoilers but kind of spoilers i think we're gonna see the lost Woods in again this season
1: i'm just fascinated and this isn't promotional images so no spoilers the- like, Team Spari is going to go back to the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. That fucking fascinates me like crazy. Um, so, Emily comes out of the room again, hanging some stuff in the hangar, having heard this conversation. Well, and she's, she's like, like,
0: helping Emily unpack or, or helping Hannah unpack or something like that?
1: Well, it, it part of it, but then, like, later Hannah will leave and it's, like, Emily's, like, turned this into her office where she just listens to Arya, like, vomit up and, <laughs> like, nonsense. Well, um, like,
0: Emily's skirt, by the way, she's wearing, like, Ned Stark's shoulder pad as a skirt right now. Just want to <laughs> point that out.
1: So Emily's like company plane, that's fancy, and Hannah's like, "Em, it's literally a private jet. It's so nice, but flying private makes first class feel like coach. It totally ruins you. She might as well sneeze some c notes and throw them like at Emily." Mm-hmm. Um, and Emily's just like, "Huh, that's a high class problem to have." I'm oh, selling right my right there eggs with, with cash.
0: you, right there with you, Emily. Yeah.
1: Uh, so Hannah joins Emily in hanging up her own fancy clothes. Now, presumably, these are Hannah's, and she's moving there. And Emily's like, okay, so he's charming, handsome, and he adores you. I'm not seeing a downside besides his accent.
0: And Hannah's like, yeah, me neither. Did you notice that Emily's wearing bright yellow nail polish like she's a sex worker? (laughs) Just pointing that out. And Emily says, "Uh, what? So how come you've been engaged for almost a year and you haven't set a wedding date? I mean, Princey's because he's not Caleb, right? Yeah. And Hannah says, well, I think I'm finally ready to do it. I told Spencer it was okay if she and Caleb got together. And huge old, like, double-take what-the-fuck eyes is Emily right now. She's like, wait, what? Back up. Yeah. yeah. And Hannah's just like, yeah, she likes him like that. And he says, and does he like her like that? And Hannah says, she's Spencer. What's not to like? Which, Which is Very true. backhanded.
1: Which is true, but it also makes me wonder like what kind of roller coaster Hannah's insecurities were on the night before.
0: Yeah. I mean Jordan wasn't there either, so I mean if you're Hannah like you got like you know Spencer, right? This is can't stop one stop Spencer. Yeah. It's not gonna, like gonna be like a week or two before you find out how that went down.
1: Right, right, right. She's gonna she's gonna jump on that grenade and let it blow up all over. Um mm-hmm. I feel like Hannah probably spent some time, though, talking with uh, Mr. What's-His-Name, her stuffed animal from the Song's episodes. Pictunia's rival.
0: Oh, that's going to kill me. I can't remember the name
1: now, yeah. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, I feel like in the Song of Ice and Fire, Pictunia's the Fire, maybe? No, that
0: would be right. No, because Arya's Arya Stark, obviously.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think sometimes Arya thinks she's Daenerys. Nah, Spencer's much more than anyway, Emily, I will write Ezra's books with fire and blood.
0: <laughs> Emily says, you're really okay with that? And Hannah says, says, you know what? Ever since I've been back here, all I've done is spin and twirl. And with Jordan, I don't spin and I don't twirl. What does this mean exactly? I have no idea. Uh, says so He keeps me grounded and I really like how that feels.
1: I want Emily to be like, I cannot relate to that at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he says, so when's the wedding? And he says, well, I've been honest with him about everything in my life. But the other night, I lied to him about sneaking out of the room to erase the tape. And I feel like maybe it's just because I've been watching this character for like five and a half seasons. But it doesn't seem like much to me. Lie by omission. Small potatoes. Par for the course. Like, you're going to date a liar, Jordan. You just got to learn to roll with that. I mean, like, if you can't handle that, you got to run away now.
1: Obviously, there's a couple crimes that Hannah committed in doing that act, but this is also the same girl who went to like a frat party and like tried to bury a murder weapon. (laughs) So, seriously, he
0: he, this should not be a surprise. Emily says, She
1: whacked a cop with a tire iron. She should be running for state senate. What should be happening?
0: (laughs) Emily says, Sorry that we asked you to do that. Like, let's be real. That was all an artist's orders there. Oh, yeah. And Hannah says, I'm gonna tell my mom what happened and then. I'll tell Jordan. And if he still wants to marry me, then I'm ready. That's my out. <laughs> yeah, and then Emily's phone rings. The text from Arya says, I need your help, Arya. Arya uses periods at the end of her text, I notice. Yeah. Uh, some people find that about Pushy. I find yeah, it a,
1: wasn't a thing, like an article not long ago.
0: Very perfect characterization of Arya there.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. So Emily's just like, it's Arya. And I feel like she says it mournfully. Um, She keeps staring at her phone. I feel like there's like a much longer conversation happening on that phone as Hannah watches her. I wanted Emily to be like, "Oh, Hannah, this is actually your phone," and Hannah's just like, "No, bitch, no. <laughs> Aria's calling for you. It's You're your turn." Visitor. Yeah. <laughs> um. So meanwhile, in this old house featuring Toby, this is this is my favorite Keegan Allen episode in a long time.
0: Oh God, this is this is so like I can I can almost not even watch. It's so uncomfortable. This is this is Keegan Allen's like Othello. Sure. This is his yeah. Macbeth. Um the so big bro down scene. Caleb's there. Toby's gonna hand him a brewski from his uh, like vintage uh ice cooler here, yes. Um It's probably ten o'clock in the yeah, I know. Like what time <laughs> is it?
1: I feel like Toby's
0: drunk in this scene already. I I hope they're all in like their fourth beer the way they act in
1: this scene. Can you make out what is this generic orange label beer that it's they only sell in Rosewood?
0: Berg, like Salzburg or something like that I don't know okay it's like the only
1: beer they sell for yeah it's like special than, craft beer other than board short sale um so yeah Toby hands on those beers to Caleb and Caleb's like thanks so you're really doing this all by yourself and Caleb opens that beer and Toby has the biggest dorkiest most Fred McMurriest face on and he
0: pats Caleb on the shoulder and he's like Yvonne's been helping big big hand acting here Yeah, the the expressions on Caleb's, or not on Caleb's, on Toby's faces in in this scene, it's hard to even watch because he's so, it's like he's so emotionally open Mm -hmm, that you're just uncomfortable watching it. He's like smiling way too much.
1: You know what's coming, but Mm -hmm. he's like literally the happiest he's ever been because he's got his girl, he's got his trailer, he's got his unbuilt house, he's got his like bro who's the one true love of his life, they've got Mm -hmm. some peers.
0: It's like, Yvonne's have, been helping.
1: They have tools standing in for their masculinity. Yeah. Um. So, meanwhile, behind them a door creaks, and Yvonne is exiting the Airstream trailer that Toby's apparently living out of, and she's like, please, I've banged my thumb more times than I've hit the nails, and the two dudes smile at that, and she's like, hey, Caleb. She comes over and hugs Caleb, he's like, hey, I'm right there with you, by the way. And she's like, really? And Yvonne goes to the canoodle with Toby, who's probably well, smelly just, and sweaty.
0: Well, let me just throw this out there, like... Yeah, he's building a house and all that, but I just, like five years later, he's living in a trailer in the woods. Mm. Good call, Spencer. <laughs> also, he apparently built two front doors to his house. <laughs>
1: I, uh, I'm i not going to lie to you, I just noticed that. Well,
0: Yvonne that, seems, that she's the, the girlfriend insane. who, like, she needs to be, like, attached to, C- to Toby at the hip, like, constantly. Yeah. Like, in every scene she's in with Toby, she just, like, runs over to him and, like, clings to him. I, Not that there's anything wrong with that necessarily, but, you know, that's I what you're going to get there. I don't know
1: if it's the actress or the character, and you're right, there is that. I feel like she's definitely shrewd. You can tell that she's, like, sizing things up while she does seem very genuine. I like her. I feel like she's, like,
0: settling with Toby. Like
1: I feel like Yvonne can do better than this guy.
0: To me, I just feel like it's like... It's like when your bro finds a girl and you're like, yeah, she's nice. But like inside you're thinking I probably wouldn't be friends with her otherwise. Right. Like that's the vibe I get from this chick. You know, it's like I have nothing against you, but like we would never hang.
1: Well, I mean, this is this is the daughter of uh, she's got like a double major in something or other. She's like the daughter of a, a state Senate candidate. Caleb was literally a teenage alcoholic who fought <laughs> ghosts. So, yeah, maybe they don't mesh the best. he says, I mean, I can jack a mainframe of a screwdriver, but you give me power tools. I'm the dumbest guy in the room. And he's like, Toby has this big dopey grin in his face and he laughs. But you can tell that he wants to, like, tell Caleb he's being too hard on himself.
0: Yvonne mm-hmm. says, when my eyes see a power saw, my mind sees a finger with no hands. And me
2: too. Like- <laughs> yeah.
0: And a chainsaw takes me straight to no arms. And there's a lot of beer acting in the scene. You know, it's kind of like gesturing to the beer because you
1: can't you can't make your penises touch. You can make your yeah. beers. You can wave them around. Uh, so Yvonne's just like, "Well, how about a wood chipper?" And then Kevs like, "Ooh!" And then together they both say, Fargo. "Fargo." And they laugh. And Tommy's like, "No spoilers. I have not seen that film yet."
0: Oh my god, this scene's so fucking weird. Like, is everybody high? Is like their this their fourth beer or something? Toby's it's just like, and I see mulch. <laughs> <laughs> it's the salt of the fucking earth here, Toby. Yeah. Well,
1: it's like, they've really gone to like, he's he's become much more brawn than brain.
0: Yeah, really. Yvonne's just like, that's because you don't watch TV or go to the movies with me. You haven't even seen Star Wars, you fucking peasant. And <laughs> he's just like, that's not entirely true. Yvonne's just like, hmm. And he's like, we stream. <laughs> which i choose to interpret the dirtiest way possible
1: <laughs> it's like could you find a square way to say that
0: you <laughs> well, just like yes it's embarrassing but we've been binging on the tonight show that is embarrassing
1: you should not say that out loud that is really <laughs> embarrassing i don't even want to know you
0: take this beer back i'm fucking leaving yeah Kayla's just like why is that embarrassing fallon is hilarious
1: they, Toby and Ivancher laugh at this, and I thought to myself, this is the weirdest
0: cross-promotional
1: thing here. Like, they get some football players to pretend to be Spencer and Allison, and PLO has to pretend like tonight's show is regularly watchable.
0: I don't believe for a second that Caleb watches the Tonight Show. There's no fucking way. And who the fuck binge watches a late night talk show? Like, that sounds <laughs> awful. Oh man. You know, well, I mean I mean, so Toby's
1: basically saying we have Hulu. You plus. Know, I was actually thinking a couple weeks
0: ago like, yeah, you know, maybe Files and Rosewood like, would would you want to be would you want to throw down with Toby? Yes. Like, you know, he's yes. uh, he's got a truck. He can help you move shit. Mm-hmm. He's got some handyman skills. That's mm-hmm. always useful. He gets get you out of a ticket or something because he's a cop. Throw back some brews. Like, doesn't seem I... like a bad hang, right? But then like streaming, like Tonight Show <laughs> reruns. Whoa, 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 whoa. I
1: like how you're, you're criteria for the hang Mm -hmm. for the friendship is solely based on what he can do for you
0: what can i say i'm a little bit slytherin i mean
1: uh you're not even talking about his soulful eyes or his storied past or like the uh, wisdom he's
0: learned from it i mean if you're like a 23 year old bro in rosewood it's you know he's a a potential hang right Uh, apparently he's probably not a ton of like 23 year old dudes in rosewood
1: I I mean, I would love to just see a day in the life of Toby, like, going to his book club, like, getting kittens out of trees, realizing halfway through his shift that he, like, doesn't know
0: where he left his gun. <laughs> oh, shit. Caleb's just like, Toby, you want to uh, maybe go see the new Captain America movie? And Toby's just like, I would rather watch the rerun of The Tonight Show from 1950. Yeah. Uh, all right. See you later, then. Well, like
1: I'll get into it later on. The TV habits of Toby are fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. Um. So, <laughs> uh, so Yvonne's just like, uh, like they they have this weird laugh. Like Yvonne, she is
2: so
0: happy and laughing constantly. Like,
1: yeah. like quite possibly, Tonight Show is like code for sex. Like, we're gonna put on a monologue from Jimmy Fallon, and we're just gonna go go crazy on each other.
0: Just let re- me put it, it this way, Toby. The Tonight Show in chill. Kev's <laughs> like, no. No. Don't ever say that again.
1: Ever. Ever. Um, So Yvonne's just like, you explain it. I'm late for this prep meeting and my mom's going to kill me. So she and Toby kiss. Kev's like, I'll see you tomorrow at the town hall. And she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard that you've joined the Hastings campaign. Yep. Toby's like, you're, you're, you're working for Veronica? <laughs> <laughs> Yvonne's like, I found out this morning. He's like, yeah, she's kind of a tough lady to say no to. Yvonne's like, Well, I look forward to finally meeting Spencer. She smiles and says goodbye and leaves. They watch her go. Toby seems happy. And uh Caleb's like, Wow, well, when I'm falling for a girl, I uh I usually cook her a meal. You're building her a house.
0: And Toby smiles and says, He down has his like beer. the dorkiest grin in the entire scene at this point. It's, it's uncomfortable.
1: It is amazing. This is my favorite Keegan Allen episode. <laughs> so
0: how about you? You uh cooking for someone? Uh, yeah, your ex girlfriend, bro.
1: But but I like the, like Toby's like he's trying to do some real talk of us, bro. I'm trying yeah. to have like a, like a real lean in moment here.
0: Caleb's uh, a little hesitant, and Toby he says, "Does that have to do with Anna? You still holding on to that?" Uh,
1: actually, I connected with someone a few years ago,
0: and Toby does this weird
1: head knot thing. Mm-hmm. That's is when I thought like Toby is drunk. Yeah. Uh so the time just wasn't right, and it felt really. Complicated. Still is. Pretty complicated.
0: That's why I'm here. For someone who's a straight shooter, you're really talking in circles. Toby... Toby Kavanaugh, folksy as fuck.
1: Mm-hmm. With uh, an well, apprehension, Caleb just says it. It's Spencer.
0: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> like, you just see Toby die inside. It's yeah. so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> He's feeling so cocky and carefree right up to that gut punch right there.
1: Well, you know... With Keegan, Allen, it's a special case because I think mm-hmm. he's a very interesting actor, unlike many others. Uh, for all the shit we've talked about him, but with all actors, don't you want to watch them personally, like rehearse this kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Like I would just love to watch like, a good episode where it's just Keegan out staring into a mirror, practicing. Well,
0: because he just looks, looks away, dying. like he's about to cry, basically, yeah. and it's just like, "Oh <laughs> shit!"
1: So Caleb watches it and He's like, "We uh, we've been spending a lot of time together." As friends, look. If you're not okay with this, just just say the word.
0: How does she feel about it,
1: bro? Last night we did the ring of fire, followed by the burnt toast. And he says, Smell my finger and find out."
0: <laughs> Smell my everything. He says, "I think the same." Doby's just making the poutiest little boy faces right now. It's killing him. It's wonderful. Well, if it's what you both want, then it's not complicated. Well, uh,
1: yeah, I guess we'll see how it goes. And he just like, kind of... So he just nods, drinks his beer, kept trying to be cool, and he's like, you want to put me to work? I, I mean, I suck at power tools, but I can probably pound a few nails like Spencer last night. High five. No, no. I wanted... Sorry, TC. I wanted, wanted Toby to be like, no, get the fuck off my property <laughs> and out of my heart.
0: <laughs> no, I gotta go. I'm meeting Yvonne's parents for lunch, so I should probably... Go change and shower in a public restroom or something. <laughs> and Caleb says. I
1: just see Toby with like a garden hose over his head. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he like wades waist deep into like a nearby pond.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Just all natural.
1: Like uh, Kevin Costner and Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Um, Looking <laughs> so Caleb's like, whoa, thanks for the beer.
0: They do like a bro okay. handshake thing. Anytime. Yeah. Oh, they do the uh, the one handshake slash hug slash backslap, which is the only acceptable way for bros to hug.
1: Yeah, like kind of like rub their chest together. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Caleb walks off. Toby walks back towards the airstream. He like opens the door and then like looks back at Caleb, obviously heartbroken, then steps inside. To A2,
0: us. Caleb. <laughs> and then Toby cries for three hours straight. It turns out the actual bad guy was you all along, <laughs> Judas.
1: So uh, we're at Lucas's loft. Only sitting there as Arya paces and just goes more notches into man- mania as well, she they, progresses.
0: They basically turned Lucas's loft into like their forward base of operations here.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. the forward command center. Yeah. Arya's just like, Did- I called his landline. I called his cell phone. I even called his little brother.
0: <laughs> just imagine that. What is that guy on, like, uh, like uh, Faking It or something now?
1: Well, I feel like PLL and Faking It have, like, a direct line. Like, they have some kind of partnership deal. Like they're
0: sister shows or mm-hmm.
1: something. I mean, Yvonne came from Faking It. PLO oh, ships okay. off, like, half of their cast of Faking It. Did you
0: notice that Lucas has a, a copy of Rough Justice by Alex Ross on his coffee table there? <laughs>
1: Something about the term rough justice just sounds funny in correlation. Well, I feel like
0: Arya's like pacing like a mad woman here. Emily's got to be thinking, like, why do I always get stuck with you when you're at your most unhinged? Like, what did, what did I do to deserve this? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, uh, and Arya says, it's not like Ezra to just walk out on me like this.
1: It's not the first time.
0: Yeah. But Sabrina said it's kind of like him now. And Emily says, Arya, where's your off switch? You're going to blow a circuit. Arya says, "No, this is just level two. Do you want to see me at level three? <laughs> like, God, yes, we do.
1: <laughs> Emily's like, "Oh dear God, no." <laughs> just
0: ponder level three, Arya, and what so that looks I like. I cannot wait. Well, you know, Arya's crazier than ever in this episode. I was listening to a uh, Cabernet and A, and they're talking about how she's the one who's still feeling like her PTSD the most five years later. Mm-hmm. So I guess it kind of makes sense for her to be the one who's like the most desperate and reckless here. Like she really can't handle the idea of like another A coming back, so she's like just right back into the, her worst habits.
1: There's that, and I don't mean to to belittle trauma, or especially like especially the show did such an amazing job with like detailing what PTSD might actually look and feel like to people who suffer because it's one of those things that most people don't understand. Mm-hmm. But I, I you know, around the time of Powerball a few weeks ago. I was having conversations with people variously about, like, if I were to get really just bizarrely, strangely, suddenly rich, I would uncork so much bizarre affectations and strangeness that the money would allow me to get away with. I would, I would sound like Jordan. I would wear a cape everywhere. I would use money to wipe my brow. I mean, I would have a mm. jet that I just crash for fun or whatever. I don't know. Crazy shit. And I feel like a lot of this allows Arya to be the person she truly is too.
0: I can see it, that I yeah. think
1: is a reaction, and we saw like in season three when she collapsed on the bathroom floor, and that was a very serious scene. And you know, of course, at the time we were like, "Oh God, nothing would, nothing in the universe would make me sit on a bathroom floor." But I mean, obviously, you're falling apart because of the face of something returning so horrible. You would, but like. <laughs> This is Arya in a nutshell. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely and is.
1: She's tiny enough to fit in that crazy little nutshell. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so Arya sighs. She says, man, I miss yoga class. I miss Liam. I miss Boston. I miss sanity. Emily. <laughs> Big old breath. And Arya says, okay. UJ breath. Arya, just breathe. It's like she's talking to herself with the, first, first, uh, the, the uh, third person now. Like she's disassociating basically.
1: There is some strong vibes of that, potentially, in this this episode, I think. Yeah. Um, or maybe it's, you know, what would Pictunia do? So Helmi's <laughs> just like, better now?
0: <laughs> What's Pictunia telling Arya to do right now? Burn it all to the ground. <laughs> just like, Arya, I want you to kill that raccoon and then wear it as a skirt.
1: And Arya's like, I was going to do that anyway. <laughs>
0: So, Emily's just like,
1: better now? And Arya's like, nope. (laughs) Um, So, Arya rushes over to Emily, sits in the coffee table in front of her, and she's like, no, I need you to keep Sabrina busy while I get the key to Ezra's. And Emily's like, Arya, I like her. I don't want to lie to Sabrina.
0: Arya's just like, I order you to seduce that bitch.
1: (laughs) The thing is, though, I feel like Arya's like, she's going on hinge in front of Emily, and then she's suggesting this. I think Arya's calculating
0: enough that this was her plan all along. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so I she's like, wanted Emily to be like, I don't even know if she's gay or it's <laughs> just like, you'll make it happen. I have faith in you, Emily.
1: <laughs> so Arya's is like, OK, fine.
0: So just go go buy her a cup of
1: coffee. You just said that you like her. So it shouldn't be that hard to make a friendly conversation. There's no lying in that. And Emily's like, OK, then we're deceiving her. And it's like, I promise you, Liam is not getting 10% of this magical Aryaness back in Boston.
0: No, no. no Boston no. has
1: never seen this, this Willy Wonka strangeness <laughs> being unleashed. Um, Arya's
0: just like, Emily, I'm sorry. I really am. She is not sorry in the slightest. Not even a little bit. She says, but I need to see if that Nine Iron is missing from Esther's clubs. And Emily says, Arya, I'm trying to get my life together. Okay. I want to do the right thing, not move two steps back. And Ari says, I understand that. But if Ezra killed Charlotte, Emily says, breaking and entering, it's a crime. And so, Ari's Emily, like,
1: Emily did learn something in high school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ari's like, we're not stealing anything. <laughs> yeah, big old sigh from Emily. Like, man, Ari is a terrible friend sometimes. Yeah. And Emily says, okay, fine. But what do we do if Ezra did kill Charlotte? Do we text a photo of him to our new cyber bully, Sarah Harvey? And Ari says, no, but at least we'll know what we're up against. And makes that face she knows that it's like this is a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. So what's up with this 9-iron? Like, how does A know that this is the murder weapon? I, I'm
1: very curious.
0: I mean, and we're just accepting that. I feel like it's, the liars could have just, like, texted A back and be like, sounds like you're on the right track. You don't need any help from us. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean. Like, <laughs> is this just a new ruse for A to, like, fuck with them? Or is this serious, I guess, is the question.
1: Or is this the shovel again? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So outside the brew, you know, it's daytime centers at a table, nice low angle shot for some coffee, a pastry. She's going through mounds of paperwork. She sighs. She finally drags over that big like oppo research folder, opens it, flips right to the Yvonne section, looks at that picture, flips the page. There's a section on officer Toby. I just want to point out that according to the file, Yvonne frequents libraries. Um,
0: well, so the then, the highlights here, um, I screenshot it. So, it's typed by a five-year-old, like I mentioned before. She's 23, she's a double major, she's got an MBA, she's an educational researcher, she seems to work at a college library. That's kind of like the, the gist. Hmm. Uh, there's no way this girl would ever date Toblerone on Kavanaugh. No. I would I just, like to well, throw that out there. I
1: think we're going to find out this season how they met. Mm-hmm. I think they probably met in the line of Toby's duty, which is I'm that, just going to
0: throw out. She, he like helped you get out of a DUI. I feel like that. that's what went on there.
1: I can make this disappear for you. Or no, she's I want to be like, What's the charge, officer? And he's like, Driving without my phone numb <laughs> wink. <laughs> so uh <laughs> so then uh it says Toby Cavanaugh bought an engagement ring at Wyland's jewelers. Oh shit. And then it says Toby plans to propose at family lunch, which
0: How the fuck damn, did they know
1: that? That's good research.
0: Did like Caleb do this or something? Like was it just that Caleb knew that?
1: Here's my question. Is Somewhere right now is Yvonne reading a folder about Spencer, which talks about her ex-boyfriend, Toby, who happens to be planning yeah. to propose to her at a family lunch.
0: Yvonne's reading the folder about Spencer, which is like three file cabinets thick.
1: Uh, Yvonne's reading a file about Spencer, which is basically something out of Lovecraft. And it'll make mm-hmm. your sanity leak out of your ear. So Spencer's pondering all of this. Uh, there's like something like a bright light on Spencer and a well, very loud camera shutter click.
0: Well, she gets a, a little bit of a look on her face like it, it, this hits her a little close to home, I guess. Yeah. Like she's zoned out. Just it's just something about thinking about Toby with that engagement ring. I mean, no. I don't think she I don't think it's jealousy so much as just a an existential kind of pondering of like, huh, that could be my life. I, I feel like that's what Spencer's thinking right now.
1: Also, I think
0: that a lot of us will
1: understand the need. You don't want your ex back, but you need to win the breakup.
0: I think she dumped him, so she already won.
1: But still, you can dump somebody and still want to best them in every possible way.
0: Yeah, and I I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I've, you know, kind of run into this a little myself where you, somebody else is like, oh, now they're like married or now they have a kid or something. And it's just kind of like, you're just imagining like that could have been me, mm-hmm. maybe, like not to be presumptuous, but maybe. And then it, it's a weird feeling you get, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you still, you know, you might also root for that. It's an crack. off-ramp you didn't take. Theoretically, you got a better destination up ahead. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that, kids.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Sky's the limit. Plenty of fish. Yeah, um, so anyway, somebody's
0: taking photos of her from inside of a black town car with the windows rolled up. Uh, total amateur flash inside a car. Like, clearly this is not Mona.
1: What are you getting a picture of? Like, yourself and the reflection of the window?
0: They completely fuck out the photo. Yeah. yeah, so Spencer, she stands up, the car drives off.
1: Um, well, the the driver's this, like, the guy I'm driving around is doing this. That's totally normal.
0: The <laughs> driver, you know, it's it's hard to tell. It's through window. This might be the same driver from the graveyard, though. Who may or may not have said, sir. Can't tell for sure. Could be. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I guess Spencer has to be thinking now, like, is this the new A, or could this just be an investigator spying on her I, the I same way say... somebody spied on Yvonne?
1: Yeah, exactly. You're reading opposition research. Yeah. You have to I mean they know that the girl's like boyfriend is gonna propose at lunch. Mm-hmm. So
0: they obviously Highly people, specific.
1: People are doing shit out there. Yeah, so after mm-hmm. the commercial, we're in the mayor and foyer. It's it's dates, though so Hannah comes home just as Ash is coming down the stairs. And Ash is like, Hey honey. I didn't know you were coming. I was just heading out to the hotel to meet Spencer. This town hall turned out to be quite a nice little event for us. And Hannah's all business and goes right into it. She's just like, I erased the security footage from the hotel the night that Charlotte was murdered.
0: And she says, fuck. <laughs> Ashley's like, are you for fucking real again? Ugh. And she's like, oh, Hannah. <laughs> and it's yeah, so like, we had nothing to do with what happened to her. But now it looks like we could have. And Ashley rolls her eyes like ten different ways, and she just turns around and sighs, and she's like, I'm going to have to fuck my way through the other half of the RPD right now. <laughs> so we go back to the brew. Emily is uh, seducing, destroying Sabrina over coffee right now. Well,
1: so, so yeah, Emily's chilling on the couch, having a nice little lunch date, or coffee date with Sabrina. The framing of the shot, we see Emily's head by the door. So in the background, the door opens, and mischievous little aria of ill intent suddenly basically pops out of Emily's head <laughs> in her loud yellow sweater to go do something foolish and wild. So Emily's That's just, the like,
0: best kind of outfit to wear for when you're trying to be sneaky, a bright yellow. So Emily's like, okay, so you don't have a TV, you don't have a cell phone, and you
1: don't have a computer. Before we go on, I just I want to agree with Heather Hogan, and I want to paraphrase John Waters both and say... Don't fuck anyone who doesn't have a TV or books.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't know if she doesn't have books or not.
1: Well, I'm just saying. So Sabrina's just like, not even a Facebook account. And Emily, she she can't let the matter lie. She's just like, sorry, but Twitter's the new Facebook. And now Snapchat's the new Twitter. But Periscope might be the new Snapchat.
0: I have like 3 million YouTube followers. (laughs) Oh, it's like 9 million now. Uh, Meantime, Aria's like sneaking behind the counter because I guess there's no other employees around. She snatches the key to the loft from like a little cash box under the counter right away. Uh, lock box,
2: as I would say. Lock
0: box. Yeah. And Spring says, "This is why I stay unplugged." And they both laugh. And Emily looks over at Arya, who's just standing there, like looking at her for a second, like so subtle. She finally, <laughs> well, walks Ari, away. Arya
1: heard "unplugged," and they thought, thought that she was. They were talking to her.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And so Emily says, um, so what prompted your social media blackout? And Sabrina says, when I got sick, I realized that someday I will disappear. And we see Arya's like heading up to Ezra's place. And Sabrina says, while I'm still here, I want people to see me. And Emily does this like look of like, like, kind of like, you know, scan Sabrina up and down at that line. I thought that was like, pretty well, funny.
1: You know, she can't relate to this at all.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sabrina says the actual me, not the one on some web page, but some website page.
1: You just know Sabrina loves getting asked that question because she Sabrina's, has an answer
0: ready to go. She's fully off the grid. I don't know. Like, would this be great or horrible to date someone like this? Uh,
1: I don't know. But yeah, she's basically an air gap
0: computer uh,
1: of, of a person.
0: Um, so i just like, wouldn't so, have to ever text her back. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: would you have to would you have to like write her letters like Holden?
0: No obligation to, like, you know, like the shit she posts on Facebook. I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Well, okay. I, I feel like what you're potentially... What what could be mistaken for what you're implying is something horrible. But, like, I don't even recall what dating was like before social media to a certain extent. Granted, I was also basically a child in school at that time. So, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so... Uh, well, I'm so glad that, we took it there. Um, yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> people want to know that at home. So Emily's like, so does that work? Do people see the real you? And Sabrina's like, well, you're having coffee with me. You didn't text. You didn't send an email. And, like, Sabrina's got game out of nowhere. That's Emily's what I was they'll
0: like, be shooting some bedroom eyes here.
1: Well, that's when I was like, oh, shit. This is happening. This is a thing. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Emily's touched by this, and Emily's just like, um... Sabrina. Well, she's a little to guilty. Yeah, she yeah. has to say something. Sabrina's all year, all ears. Of course, Emily can't tell the truth. She's just like, you make a perfect cappuccino.
0: Ooh, that's weak, Emily. Come on. But and Sabrina's just weird. like, do you want to live dangerously and have one more? Uh, talking about the cappuccino, Emily says, I'll step out on that ledge with you, which is a weird thing to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so, Emily's got to turn her into the kind of girl that she likes. Because right now. Sabrina might be too sane for Emily, but yeah. we'll fix that.
0: She's like, you don't even text like at all.
1: Like, uh, we'll, we'll do some osmosis, like a uh, uh, time with Sabrina and Aria. And, anyway, she's uh, like, so
0: if I wanted to date you, I'd just have to, like, come here in person and hope that you were here gross. and then make plans. Wait, you. you want me
1: to call you on the phone, you maniac? Does
0: she even have a phone? It's Probably like it's questionable old, whether or not. An she old
1: does. like rotary landline? <laughs> I mean, is Emily like gonna like scrawl out like notes and like tie into the leg of a carrier pigeon and throw mm. it out the window? <laughs> Imagine if that was how A sent the message. Do you remember how we
0: used to hang out in high school though?
1: Do you remember our friend Anthony's uh he had a pager? Do you remember the fucking pagers? We and, didn't uh, have
0: pagers. We would be like, I would call you and be like, hey, let's meet up at Kmart in an hour and then we would fucking well, walk to a kmart sorry so we didn't we're, have we're getting food. old here
2: we didn't have cars yeah
1: <laughs> but our friend Anthony. and then we would
0: just have to wait and hope the other person showed up
1: well like you had a thing in suburbia where kids who had no business having pagers had pagers mm-hmm. but you know and they do like stupid fucking pager codes and our friend anthony who for some reason when you called to leave the the code or whatever a British robot woman would read back the thing. Instead of saying zero, she would say oh. So Anthony would constantly get these texts that had like 15 zeros. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, so uh, Hannah's kitchen, Hannah's sitting there getting berated by her mom, just like old times. And now she's like, Hannah, why couldn't you just left it alone? And Hannah's like, I screwed up. And it's just that. like, I wouldn't have any plot lines this season otherwise. What do you want? she's like i needed something other than jordan mom i just Mm. needed it so she's like i screwed up i know that but i did it for aria and she's like you're not in high school anymore you don't owe them anything she's like
0: you don't owe aria anything you've given her everything
1: (laughs) it's just like not everything not yet (laughs) Well, i wouldn't ask you to be like the bitch who sat here at my island and told me she was a
0: (laughs) why are you still friends with her yeah, and Hannah says, but they're still my friends. And what's the big deal? No evidence, no crime, right? Because that's how the law works. Oh, yeah. And now she's like, the security company we use backs up all of our tapes to a hard drive that they store at some place called The Farm. If the police get a hold of that drive, they're going to see that Arya left the hotel and they'll know that you're the one who erased the footage. And Hannah's just like, can we go to The Farm? Can we get it before they do? And she's like, no, Hannah, we can't. And Hannah nods to herself, like not face at all. I think well, Ashley, like, Ashley really needs a glass of Pinot right now.
1: Well Hannah's like, that's more than a little annoying.
0: Hannah's um, about to go full Mr. Robot right now. She really is, yeah. She's going to go all Steel Mountain.
1: The sad thing is, uh, you know, well, spoilers of some sort. They could, because, like, for some reason, Lorenzo waited, like, an episode or two longer than he should have.
0: <laughs> He's a bad cop. <laughs> Hannah's about to send some fake texts that are, like, tried to call, couldn't get through. I'm at the hospital. It's what we always feared. (laughs) That was a great little thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So, um, Ezra's apartment. Arya lets herself in. She lingers in the doorway calling out, Ezra? Ezra. I can only imagine that everything in there smells like old, moldy pizza, desperation, and dried semen.
0: There is a pizza box on the counter, along with like a Red Bull can, which yes.
1: smells like dried semen. Uh, so Arya <laughs> goes inside, the first down on the bar stool, then goes to the nearby closet, which is used only to store Ezra's golf bag
0: and dried semen.
1: Why, the- <laughs> Ezra's golf bag is the name of your new shitty
0: garage band. Where does Ezra golf? <laughs> Well, Arya, like, she sees all these golf clubs and just starts, like, touching them. Like, just let me get my fingerprints, all over everything.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. And she's, like, counting. She's, like, five, just, six, seven.
1: Just imagine a black light running through that place. <laughs>
0: Man. Jackson Pollock painting. And so she finds a iron, nine iron. So it's here. So I, I guess this means that, like, whatever the new A has, like, it's not Ezra's golf club. Yeah. I guess that's what we're supposed to gather. And big old sigh. Smile from Ari here. Uh she can still feel good about carrying the torch for him, basically.
1: Mm-hmm. So at the rally, there's Gil texting, texting, texting. Switzer walks up to him and she's like, Hey Gil. And so he like leads her over to the middle of the lobby where people usually hang out and drink casually and he's like, Hey, look, uh, Ashley's running late, but we can still walk to the event.
0: So Do you wonder I wonder if maybe this like was supposed to be Peter Hastings but the, like Norland North was busy or something?
1: I really wonder, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, I I think it makes more sense to have it be an actual professional political I guess, yeah. So, uh, so you and Yvonne are going to be sitting here. We're expecting a decent turnout, so we're going to get some extra chairs. Um, Spencer looks over in one corner, there's Toby, and he's blatantly (laughs) holding a ring box of a ring in his hand, staring (laughs) at it as he paces back and forth. Like, he's psyching himself up for this.
0: Well, Toby's just like, I want to make sure everyone in the hotel knows I'm about to ask a girl to marry me. So... Part
1: two, of is Toby a decent bro? You're not even asking if he's a decent bro. You're asking if he's a decent hang, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's the thing about Toby the person, the character. I don't think you really want to see how that sausage is made.
0: I feel like he would need a lot more emotional support than I would be able to offer him.
1: I'm sorry, Toby. They don't actually sell corn dogs here. Mm
0: -hmm. God damn it. Yeah, Spencer sees this. She's a little thrown as well. How long has he been dating this girl? I mean, he's like 23. What the fuck? So or maybe 24.
1: Him and Spencer have been broken up for at least three years.
0: I think they broke up like four months after she went to college. I don't think that lasted until Christmas.
1: I, I think Spencer's in the car at the end of 610 as they're all about to drive <laughs> on the separation. She texts
0: Toby, it's over. Yeah, a few things, dot, dot, dot. Uh, uh <laughs> yeah so also if you watch closely in the background right now you see an old man in a bellhop uniform walk by yeah just in case you're curious about that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, so gill says the event's going to have an informal feel hopefully sparking uh audience participation possibly a lively and prompting debate between you nivon which is dumb yes <laughs> Spencer's like i'm sorry a debate it's funny that they set this up that never happens uh mm-hmm. gill says only if it comes naturally now you might get a question out of left field it's okay answer naturally and then Toby looks up, he sees Spencer watching, him. he puts his ring away, I feel like feeling like an idiot. And Gil says, just pre- don't pretend you know something that you don't know. That's how you wind up on a viral video, okay?
1: Like like Spencer's Will McAvoy. Yeah.
0: Um, This is a dumb idea. I
1: wonder if they're setting it up because you're supposed to think, like, oh, shit, Spencer's going to lose her cool and just, like, mm-hmm. tear into Yvonne in a public forum. So Spencer looks over again, sees Toby, who sees her seeing him, puts away that ring box. Just then, like, Yvonne comes out, to Toby, happy to see him. And she, you hear, like, oh, hey, I was getting worried about you. And they walk off together, and Spencer sees that. Gil goes back to, like, doing phone shit. Uh, and as he's, like, leaving, Toby takes one last look back at Spencer. Mm-hmm. So Gil, still typing on his phone loudly. He's just like, Spencer? And she's like, oh, uh, yeah, it's great. And he's like, great, excuse me. He immediately starts, like, correcting the lone bro bringing out the single chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. Chair goes over there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lady walks off. Spencer is still kind of spacing out, thinking about that engagement, and then she gets a text that says, I guess she is b- I guess she is better than you. He will never put a an emoji ring on your finger. So Caddy the new A, such weird phrasing. I guess she is better than you.
1: Low and Caddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And Spencer's um, so- just like, ugh. She looks around, nothing stands out. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Which
1: this, like, when we were first watching this show, I know you called me out on this. This is all I ever wanted I remember, like, once or twice, was for them to get the text after something immediately happens mm-hmm. and for them to just do the glance around. I mean, I really want that scene from Scream 2, where they start, like, shaking down everybody.
0: No. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, so, yeah, then we kind of end on, like, one of those, like, uh, predatory POV shots, like, like, perspective on Spencer that she never sees. Uh, back to, to Arya's place. Or uh, is that her place? Ezra's so, place, where I, Aria
0: I, picks up her purse because she's still there. Okay. She sees, oh, hey, that's weird. Ezra has two messages on his landline answering machine waiting for him right next to his old timey typewriter.
1: I, uh, I don't know why I wrote this manuscript. I totally forgot about this. But I'd love to think that she just exited the bathroom after leaving Ezra a the upper decker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think about don't, Lucy that way.
1: I don't know why I wrote that or where that came from. <laughs> Yeah, so... Uh, we'll come in here and just write things in my notes. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> it was Cacophony. It was Pictunia. Aria! I think you should overdeck this asshole. So Stephanie leaves a message. <laughs> says, Ezra, hi, it's Stephanie from Habitat. I'm back in the States. Let's grab a coffee. Really, Stephanie? Aria, Justin, this, is, this blows right past her. I feel like Aria should just be like, the fuck? somebody else is trying to hook up with Fitz like erase she's like you
1: know, Ezra would never be interested in a girl named Stephanie
0: and erase all, message.
1: all girls named Stephanie are like yeah.
2: <laughs> and
0: then we hear Byron Montgomery says Ezra and Ari's like dad because he can hear her of course and Byron says I have to talk to you about well uh about what you think you saw that night And I think just the prospect of Ezra and her dad broing down is, like, terrifying to Ari right here.
1: Bad, sad dads lives.
0: Well, I think what's really going on here is that Ezra must have saw Byron and Ashley together, like, going into the Radley or something, right?
1: Saw, yeah, or something. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that if they do go the Byron Ashley route, it's nicely, like, subtle. It's not at all blatant which i like about it, it feels more organic um I, i'm frustrated at the idea that like ezra's i'm saying in the air quotes redemption will be that he's staying silent to protect Arya's father though i have to say yes. i fucking love the show went back to old school peel out where Arya is like just like tied between her father and ezra <laughs> as if you know they're the same person
0: making it gross yeah also
1: what if the bad sad dad's podcast ended five years forward and now it's just called like like uh like nine iron bros
0: it's just called uh bullseye i think actually Uh, so after commercial aria she's slinking back downstairs she's ready to ruin emily's date right now let me see emily says so it was amazing but i'm i'm usually not terrified but these planes are so much smaller and aria just marches right up she's like em em can i borrow you and Emily's the look on emily's
1: face as she knows what's about to happen, is basically saying, God damn you to hell, you tiny little woodland sprite.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and Sabrina looks back like, the fuck? And he says, yeah, I'm just in the middle of a conversation, right? And Ari's like, it's urgent. (laughs) Sabrina now is like, are you okay? A little bit of not undeserved attitude here, I think. I wanted Sabrina to
1: be like, you and Ezra. I get it now. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I totally get it. And Ari says, yeah, just need to talk to my friend, that's all. I feel like you can tell other women probably don't like Arya. I think this is when Sabrina was just like, all those stories that Ezra told you were true. Hmm. <laughs> she looks back to Emily and she says, uh, Serene Check is on the rest of your uh, Haiti adventure. You know, before she gets,
1: gets into the real, the real coup de grace. Like I love Sabrina because she is not, going to step lightly around how awkward this intrusion is
0: i feel bad for emily that she couldn't just be like hey, can, can you just excuse us for a second yeah <laughs> yeah don't mind my crazy friend who's obviously very rude yeah, uh, yeah. so Emily says yeah sorry about that and so she kind of it off and sabrina they get up sabrina turns to aria and she says i used to mellow out with weed just saying and that's how sabrina became our new favorite hero and Arya's just like thanks <laughs> and then my notes just say r.i.p sabrina <laughs> aria's going to straight up murder you now <laughs> the next headline will be how sabrina was found missing
1: in columbia <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so aria marches right over to emily and emily's whispering she's like okay so what you find out and Arya's just like em I-, I think my dad might have had something to do with charlotte's murder and emily's just like why was it necessary for you to box out my date for that like what the fuck Arya?" <laughs> Um, like, you couldn't have waited a little bit. That was really, yeah, that was an emergency. Thanks a lot. Well,
1: I mean, I want Emily to be like, oh, yeah, we only have, like, seven suspects that we cycle through all the time. Mm-hmm. Of course it was your dad. Yeah. It wasn't your dad. It was going to be Melissa. Oh, wait, this is your time. It's not Spencer's time. Whatever. Uh, So we cut to Lucas's loft. We're doing, like, another quick overhead shot looking down at Hannah on the couch. As Jordan stands above her. She's just told him everything. She's been crying, too. And she's like, I'm sorry, Jordan more about lying to you than erasing that tape i totally get it if you don't want to marry me <laughs> and he it's,
0: that's a deal breaker just go back to australia now yeah so he sits wanting
1: himself with him, and he's like you actually think i let something like this call me doing it yeah you screw it up but you're a friend i are not giving him now she like the rest of her life with you and he hands her a tissue and he's like hello and she <laughs> smiles hello. and kind of like takes the tissue. one of
0: lucas's handy nearby tissues just gonna yeah, point that white-
1: out <laughs> She I got, mean,
0: do you have a tissue on your coffee table? I'm just nope, saying.
1: Nope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so she like wipes
1: only a little bit, and he's like, do you seriously want a wife that you might have to visit behind six inches in the glass? LOL. And Jordan chuckling. is just like, you're not Hannibal, Hannah. People screw up. That's why lawyers have jobs. We can go ahead and visit. You. Honestly, everything now, okay? And Hannah nods, and he's like, okay. So he like stands up, pulls out his phone. He said, you know, Basically says he's going to call his dad and she has connections in Philly. It'd be awesome if Jordan's dad just called Peter andor Veronica.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. This guy is just, he's just boring. Like, he, it's just like blah, blah, blah. My dad can fix everything. Like, he doesn't seem sinister necessarily, but the, like, there's just nothing there. Well, it's like he's being this boring, vanilla good guy,
1: this like, like Euro trash good guy, enough that I want him to be sinister. But then I think to myself, I don't want this guy's inner like, evil monologue or whatever.
0: Well, he just—I uh, won't like, be
1: able to understand it.
0: With the rest of Hannah's storyline, there's just no like no real conflict here. It's just like, oh, he's just such a nice guy. He's supportive, and it's like, yeah, that's great. But like, wouldn't
1: it be great if Jordan just ripped off his face like a like a Mission Impossible mask and it was ran underneath? <laughs> oh, God. I feel like I just won back so many <laughs> fans that we lost.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> He's also wearing a, a salmon-colored shirt, by the way. I feel like you need to point that out.
1: Yeah, so she's worried. I don't know if this right. She's
0: like, do you really have to tell, Pappy? And he's like,
1: Hannah, my family loves you. It's going to be okay. And she starts. he starts like dialing and walks off. The very second his phone is dialing, her cell phone like goes off of a text. We see the she checks texts. We see the words on screen. When the double pig in a cop hat emoji. <laughs> Where do they get that emoji? The a has some fucking amazing emojis that are not like accessible by us normal human beings. I don't even know if these are like Kim Kardashian emojis. But like when the double pig and a cop hat emoji come calling, you better not squeal about me. And then there's a sad bomb face mm-hmm. followed by a broken heart emoji, which is just art. Um, Can you just say, new
0: A kind of sucks,
1: right? Well, it's like it's a
0: little too juvenile with the with the emojis. So anyways, um, I, I feel like like Mona would be insulted by this. Oh, without a like, doubt. She'd just be like, seriously? God, what are you, 40? Wasn't there like a Neil Stevenson article about how he
1: like initially hated emoticons and emojis and then eventually came to love them?
0: Probably about emoticons, not emojis. Probably, I probably emoticons. Anyway, so
1: I, my theory, I'll get this in a second. So we see Jordan in the background on the phone. He's just like. Hey, dad, it's me. Oh, yeah, good. I've got a quick favor to ask. What if New A is actually those four, like, proto-meta-PLL girls? Spencer first, oh, the, all,
0: the new bitches, yeah.
1: The new bitches. The new class. Like, what if, like, Degrassi, the next generation, is actually, like, teamed up to be the New A
0: for fun? Well, I, I wanted to hear the rest of that conversation between Jordan and his dad. Like, how how exactly do you... Do you frame that? You're like, so my fiance needs a lawyer. She lied to the cops about a murder investigation oh, and oh. destroyed some evidence. Oh but it's no, no big thing.
1: Don't worry, nothing
0: nothing big,
1: just obstruction of justice. Yeah. yeah. Also,
0: why hasn't Hannah called Mona in on this yet? Yeah. I feel yeah. like Mona would it'd be over in like fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, well Mona Mona would sit down. She would listen very patiently. She would nod. She would smile. She'd tell Hannah to be okay. She'll pull her phone out. She'll, like, type some things. You'll hear, like, that little whoosh as the text sounds. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the the window outside, you'll just see, like,
0: an explosion in the <laughs> distance. <laughs> I feel like she just she takes Hannah's phone. And she, like, texts a back and just says, this is Mona Vanderwall. Stop. And that's she's like, all right, there you go. Oh, just look me up. Mm-hmm. And then you get
1: like, a text, like, a few minutes later. It's just like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You'll never hear from me again. And then, like, Lucas never comes back to town mysteriously. Mm-hmm uh so spencer's barn so I'm just like rushing about she's on the phone or she's on the phone of hand my notes are messy here. very
0: well appointed barn there's like a ladder yeah what is that ladder? oh i guess it's like a loft bed up there too man this place is fancy this place is fancy as
1: fuck was well, it spencer design so you know mm-hmm. it's fancy as fuck it's like a it's like a luxurious bomb shelter of comfort um i'm just like i got another text too and i was like what's yours say so i'm just like why are you whispering? And Hannah says, because Jordan's here. And we see Hannah signed the conversation. Still at the loft. Jordan's still on the phone in the background. And Spencer's like, well, what did you tell him about it? Because I really want to tell Caleb. Hannah, dying inside like mm-hmm. Toblerone. It's like, because he's Caleb or because you guys are. And Spencer's like, you know what, Hannah. Look, if you're really not okay with this. And Hannah's like, well, well it's
0: not, not. It's not a you know what, Hannah. It's, a, it's more like a you know what, Hannah. Look, if you're really not okay with this. Yeah. And but- Hannah says, wow, that was fast. Well, and here's where Spencer proves herself that she Mm -hmm.
1: values his friendship over anything. She's like, it's never going to happen again, okay? I swear it. Which is like, that is an immediate, like, she's ready to pull the ribcage. Yeah. Yeah. And so Hannah kind of bites her lips, stares back at Jordan. She's like, you know what? I think
0: Hannah, Hannah knows she has no excuse to have a problem with this. Right. She's a little annoyed all the same, but like, she's trying to be the adult here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's like, you know what? That was a knee-jerk reaction. It's fine, Spencer, really. I told Jordan I erased the tape, but I'm afraid to tell him that text. I mean, this person threatened to blow us up. My my brain is telling me, to be honest, but my PTSD is telling me to shut the hell up. Spencer kind of sits down and she listens, and she's like, let me get Caleb on this. Maybe he can shut this down, and then you can tell Jordan everything. And Hannah's just like, okay, do it, Spencer. And then
0: do, Sp- yeah. do Caleb. Yeah, uh, You know, Spencer, She's she's loyal to Hannah, above all. Mm-hmm. Also, she already got laid, so you know. There's that um, from Jordan Spencer.
1: You... Oh, 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 okay, okay. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. I was thinking you're talking about, like like Hannah and Jordan had <laughs> sex, and then she's like, "Oh, BTW, <laughs> I may have committed a small array of crimes."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so we go back to AC Town. <laughs> That's
1: all, all news should
2: be broken.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Spencer, she's walking over from the barn. This is like a really neat shot, actually, because it makes it re- you really. It looks like she's outdoors because of the reflection of the foliage, mm-hmm. even though this is all in a set. Yeah, and yeah. This, this shot true. fascinates me because, like, she's walking outside and then walks indoors. A uh, mm. little tricky shot. Uh, Spent or Caleb's inside on his laptop. She pauses real quick and then deletes the text about the engagement ring. Mm-hmm, she's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, Caleb doesn't need to see that." And then she walks in. She hands the phone to Caleb. And she said, and Caleb's just like, hey. And Spencer says, um, there's something that you need to see. And she holds up the phone to him. And he makes a very worried Caleb face here. Very worried Caleb face. So after the commercial,
1: uh, I was just going to say, what I love about that shot and the way they did that is I feel like there's a lot more in 6B. In classic PLL style where they, they suggest things that are off screen very, very fluidly, um, mm-hmm. like uh in the kitchen earlier at Spencer's house, like I couldn't even tell that the bro was standing next to Spencer until so they went to the wider shot, And then I realized, oh, that's why she clams up at one point. Um, oh, yeah. They do a good job in 6B of kind of like doing what they can to make Rosewood feel more real, more lived in, like like a real place that you could go to, even though it makes no sense half the time, which is where this this section, se- sequence comes in here. Um, after commercial, most of Main Street Rosewood, Spencer's walking down the street, looking elegant, casual, talking to Emily on the phone. And she's like, "Caleb's making progress. He says that the signal's bouncing through several proxies, but he's been able to spoof the IP address and backtrace it to an encrypted connection. <laughs> sure. And Emily's in Aria's living room, and she's like, what does that mean? And Spencer seems to be passing by Lucky Leon's here, and she's like, "I'm not entirely sure," but he does think that he's zeroing in on the location of the source. That's Let a me, nice like,
0: lampshade there, yeah. And he says,
1: "Okay, let's say it's coming from the Radley. Can he narrow it down to the room? He doesn't really, I and mean, Spencer, like, he doesn't really have to. I mean, if we're right about Sarah, she's the only person who staying at the rally who spent two years in Charlotte's School for stalkers. That's not so, the greatest logic, right? Right. Like, I if mean, you narrow to
0: the rally, why narrow it further?" Yeah, because it could be Ashley, for all you it's know. It's only Sarah Harvey staying in the Radley, yeah.
1: But, uh, so there's there's three cutaways of Spencer here. Backlots being backlots. In the first and third, she is passing by the same corner of the building again. Like, I had to think, based on what's about to happen, is she potentially just circling the block? That's that's my way of, like, getting around. Like, maybe it's a gap. Mm-hmm. Um, so she looks forward. Down the street, heading her way. There's Toby and Yvonne looking happy as fuck holding hands holding hands. Norma. This is also right as Spencer's about to turn into her mother's campaign headquarters as well.
0: Also right she's about to vomit. Yeah. Yeah. Yvonne and Toby both have these like really big annoying grins on their face and just ugh. Yeah. And Gross. Spencer says, "Um, can I, can you just call me back after you talk to Arya's dad?" and Emily says, "Yeah." Th- and then it, Also I think Emily by the way is like hanging at Arya's place for some reason. Well she's waiting for Ari. Because yeah. Ari's Ari's looking. doing whatever upstairs. Yeah. We'll
1: just say Ari's looking for her dad. She's probably for exclusively a half hour. yeah, exclusively checking the bedrooms <laughs> and taking forever. And then this is one of my favorite Spencer moments of all time. This is right up with when we redid the one during the hiatus, where like, should we bring anything? And Spencer like scans for all the weapons in the room. <laughs> she starts whispering like a normal person how this conversation will go. Hi! Congratulations on the engagement. Oh my gosh, it's so good to see you. <laughs> and by now, Toby and Yvonne have seen her, seen her talking to herself. So Yvonne takes the lead, rushing up to her, and she's like, "Spencer, hi, I'm Yvonne." And Spencer's like, "Hi." And Spencer. Well, goes Spencer
0: to her, has to put like a big fake smile on her face. At this point in the episode, I was so sure that Spencer was going to like say something about the engagement. And Toby would have not proposed to her yet, and it was going to, like, screw everything up, but that actually didn't happen.
1: Well, Spencer goes with the handshake, and Yvonne straight up hugs her, which is, <laughs> you know, annoying, but also power move. Um, so Yvonne's like, hi, <laughs> oh, sorry, we're a family of huggers. And told me, Toby has told me so much about you. And she's like, yeah, you're an impressive woman yourself. Top of your class, double major at Smith. Wow.
0: <laughs> Yvonne's like...
1: So they gave you a packet on me, too. Spencer's like, no,
0: I greet everyone that way. Spencer's
1: like, yeah, sorry, I had to read that. And Yvonne's like, well, me, too. DC must be missing its brightest young lobbyist. We know
0: Spencer doesn't like to be called a lobbyist.
1: Exactly. Yvonne is calculating. She's not an idiot. Mm-hmm. so just like you know as well as i do that a campaign has won or lost in the last three weeks so i'm not going to get another vacation day for like next three years of my life but i thought it was important for me to be here for my mom so she takes one quick glance up at the sign her mom's head campaign headquarters, and then her eyes dart back down noticing yvonne's ringless finger finger well and, and also toby
0: also i think we can assume that this whole season is probably going to take place over the next three weeks then right yeah yeah because like, i for her to be sure in town
1: the finale is election day right it
0: seems like it has to be yeah, so no ring on that finger. And uh, she tries to play cool, basically. And uh, yeah, Yvonne's saying, yeah, I've heard of you're not a fan of Rosewood. And Spencer's kind of looking at Toby, who makes some, like, goofy faces. And Toby's just like, I uh, I was like, <clears throat> I, uh, I told Yvonne that I was Green Acres in Eber Park Avenue.
1: And Yvonne laughs. Like, she Green laughs Acres. her
0: ass off at this. Like, God, God like, these two are unbearable.
1: Dun, dun. uh so yvonne's like he's just kidding we launch a lot of retro tv retro
0: which TV. we <laughs>
1: exclusively stream tv land and nick at night
0: oh the worst could not hang have
1: you ever seen this show happy days
0: <laughs> i like single people could not put up with this level of schmoopiness i don't think
1: oh i wish they would say schmoopy um yeah so yvonne looks past sees something and she's like oh
2: god
0: i'm getting a ticket sorry and she rushes off
1: she's like oh yeah fine so great shot as we Spin around Spencer and Toby as I talk. And in the background, we see Yvonne talking. To not just like a cop, but like a meter cop of like a blue shirt. And Toby's like, so you saw the ring earlier. Spencer's like, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to be a crazy ex-girlfriend stalker. I, I just, I was there.
0: You were holding it out for the whole fucking world to see Toby.
1: Yeah, like a crazy person. Yeah,
0: and he's like, it's a small town. We're going to run into each other. And Spencer says, so you didn't propose? And he hesitates, he wants to say something, but then Yvonne calls to him, and she says, Officer Toby, can you help me out with this?
1: I love that she calls him Officer Toby.
0: Yeah. And he makes some faces, and walks over to be useful. How awesome would it be if, like, Toby proposes to Yvonne, and she's like, seriously? I was only dating you, because I can't have another DUI on my record, dude. I I took this as a as a slight
1: bit of weakness in front of Spencer, because... She's essentially using mm-hmm. his position. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because Yvonne calls out, nice meeting you, Spencer. And I love that she can just be bullshit nice while this is happening. So she's like, yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. So she kind of like slowly walks into the open door of Mother's campaign headquarters. Nice, I, nice shot there.
0: I feel like we should mention her outfit too. She has these like blue, like navy blue, like pantaloons on. like Very high-waisted with these weird buttons on the pockets.
1: It's like zoot suit level of fabric. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, it's a straight up like Lauren Bacall outfit. Um,
0: yeah, with well, like a crimson like button up shirt top that might be Caleb's. Yeah.
1: And uh, Toby's 100% not Humphrey Bogart. Um, mm-hmm. Here's looking at you, kid.
0: Oh, I, I have a whole collection of like movie quotes I, I want to do in Toby's voice eventually. This is
1: the stuff that dreams are made of, Caleb.
0: It's too bad she won't live. But then again, who does? Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Wouldn't Caleb be doing? So Caleb would be doing the Rick Deckard, right?
0: Oh, you could do them all for a all. You know? <laughs> I seen things you wouldn't believe. No, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll save that for later. So uh, we get a POV shot of somebody looking in on Emily from outside of Aria's house and uh inside we see there's like creepy fucking old mailman yeah kind of looks like walter white but like older well with just hair. like yeah. yeah with like gray hair just like watching
2: well
1: when you first see this with no context of what's actually going on
0: here it is classic plo fucking weirdness. Yeah, it's like what the fuck is that guy well, and he, he does this weird kind of like like kind of like he's like gritting his teeth yeah like...
1: yeah the jaw moving gritting teeth thing yeah fascinating
0: emily's oblivious of course of course uh, um, then yes. Arya walks in
1: yeah Arya comes rushing in he's not here we cut back to emily's reaction see that the mailman is now gone behind her and outside the window but emily's like but his car's parked right outside Arya then realizes like she does this gesture like she's just realized that she's actually holding her phone like oh well, shit my phone's in my hand what,
0: what was she doing up there for like a half hour or whatever picture me is like
1: Oh, Arya's like, I'm strong in the Force, and she doesn't know that, but she resisted me, and Pictunia's like, she resisted you?
0: (laughs) Arya's just like, I need you to write Ezra's book for him, and make it weird.
1: I feel like half of Pictunia's instructions for Arya, Arya's response is, I was already going to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's going to call Byron, Byron answers hello, and Arya says, Dad... I need to talk to you. And he's like, it's not a good time, Arya. I'm in a meeting. And Arya's like, it's Sunday now. She says, I, this can't wait. Byron says, I'm sorry. I, I really have to go. I'll call you later. I love you. Click. And Arya's just like, the fuck just happened? Like, she's so offended at her phone right now. She's like, he hung up on me. I'm and Emily's like trying good, to Byron. act like she cares.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Then we we cut over. We see Byron sitting in the passenger seat of a car. He looks worried. Looks
0: gray. And he's like once again I think she dressed knows. in all black. Yeah. yeah,
1: I think she knows.
0: So this is yeah. We don't see who he's talking to in the driver's seat. This has got to be Ashley, right? Red herring about a love affair. Uh, Ashley Maron, the ultimate red herring. Um, what if he's talking to, to uh, Scott Montgomery, played by Rob Lowe?
2: Whoa.
0: I, who, whoa! Who else? What are other possibilities here for who he's talking to? Uh, like Pam?
1: Well. I think that the to me the the initial implications of the episode wants you to think that it's Ezra.
0: Why would it be Ezra?
1: I, maybe they're they're going to some kind
0: of like east east coast wine country tour together. Like Jenna, like I feel like Jenna would be a more likely possibility than Ezra here.
1: I love that we're always trying to pair one of these older like father figure types up with dating with Jenna.
0: You know that's Jenna's destiny, right? I mean, come on, <laughs> she's just like oh Byron how have you been she's aria, like aria have you talked to byron lately he hasn't been answering his phone and aria's just like you mean my dad fuck you
1: jen is like he's really vivacious for an older man and he's just a passionate <laughs> art history professor and aria's just like vomiting copiously, and <laughs> spinning around in circles vomiting um so in the living room
0: <laughs> i love the way he talks about defenestration yeah. <laughs> His his thoughts
1: on German German Expressionism.
0: <sighs> so Aria drops her phone back inside. She's pacing. She's worried. She's holding her hands out in front of her like well, a Emily's
1: like gripping on the things because a storm of mania is <laughs> on the horizon. And she's like, "Where?" Well, Aria says something's really wrong. Emily's like, "Where are you going with this?" So Emily Aria stares back at her friend. Looks past her into the past
0: into a flashback. So I kind of wonder was this flashback shot for this episode? Because it yeah. kinda seems like there's no real lead into it. It just happens. Mm. And this this episode in itself is like a little bit short. It's a couple minutes short. I kind of wonder if like maybe they needed to add something to it or something. Yeah, because usually I feel
1: like you would have also well, I mean it's gonna feature Ella. You would have like Ella in the present day as well.
0: Yeah, it's it's strange, because yeah, like, oh, Holly Marie Chrome's out of nowhere. Uh so yeah, this is I don't know, sometime within the last five years. Who knows when exactly? Because
1: Arya has blonde hair. Um, Yeah,
0: it's a Montgomery house. It's late at night. Byron and Ella are arguing. Well, Arya is eavesdropping in her favorite little eavesdropping place in the hallway. The
1: house is currently lit. Like, through every hallway, you should hear, like, Oh, (laughs) You know? Yeah, so, she walks in her parents having a tense conversation, and Byron's like, You went to see her. And Ella's like, Yes, Byron, I did. And Byron's like, why on earth would you go to see her and i was like i enough okay please and byron's like she kidnapped and tortured our daughter they're having a parental conversation like they're both trying to win a a, a tony here <laughs> um ella's like i went to visit her today so to to hear charlotte's story byron's like after i asked you not to go and i was like she did terrible I things was byron. like i'm
0: sorry byron we're divorced yeah
1: She did terrible things, Byron. Terrible. And I wanted to know why. I needed to know why. The fans and I needed to know why and to understand the timeline. But Byron's just all like veiny and patriarchal here. And he's like, okay, why did she do it then? I was like, they put her in that horrible place when she was just a child. And they never came back to get her. I mean, can you even imagine? There's an interesting shot because... Aria's in the foreground on that line as her mom says that to Byron in the background, which I thought,
0: mm.
1: some kind of theory. So, mm. Byron and Ellie both. both- the Montgomery
0: theory? theory. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: because this whole flashback seems like Aria's just discovered this in the recesses of her own mind. <laughs> um, Byron and Ella like, each have these, like, angry faces they make when they're listening to the other talk.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Um, like, they just kind of, like, puff out their cheeks and, like, nod their head, like, not making eye contact. And Byron's like, I don't want to imagine, okay? I don't need to know why. I just need to know that
0: she's going to stay locked away and never hurt Arya again. As usual, Byron is just like, he's close-minded asshole pretending that this is all about protecting his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like he's he's maybe not necessarily wrong, but it's like his motives are always in the wrong place. You yeah. Know? Like, it's always about him. Yeah. yeah.
1: So looks like, Charlotte's doctor said that she's improving, that she's rebalancing after all these years of neglect. And Byron's like, wait. Are you saying they may let her out? And Ella says, that's a decision for the court.
0: And then Byron counters with, well, I'm not interested in the court.
1: Charlotte D. Rensis will walk the streets of Rosewood over my dead body.
0: Well, the maestro has spoken. Yeah. Aria narrows her eyes at this and then in flashback. Yeah. And Arya, she goes for her phone. See, this is what makes me think this like was originally shot for like the next episode or something. Because it's never addressed, really. Yeah. Uh, and she says, I'm calling him back. And Emily says, wait, where does your dad keep his golf clubs? It's like she's just trying to, like, chill Arya here. Like, does everyone hear Rosewood golf, I guess? I don't know. Arya is in his car, and she grabs her purse. Just, wait, I-, I used to keep an extra set of keys somewhere. She's digging in the purse, and then she frees it, and she's like, damn, she holds up the keys to the, the loft that she stole. And she says, I forgot to put this back. And Ellie's like, well, fuck me. Put it back yourself, bitch. That's what she should say. I'm not
1: a huge fan of the expression "cock block." But
0: I Emily think is thinking... Boxed out, I think is the correct terminology
1: here. Well, so there's, you know, boxed out, there's cock blocks, and then there's like cock assassinations of the Archduke Franz Ferdinand here. Like, Arya is just fucking with Emily's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing Arya could do to top this is to maybe push Pam down a flight of stairs.
2: <laughs> Whoops!
0: <laughs> there goes my dad's new girlfriend. Yeah, uh, no more so, wire hangers. Meanwhile, uh, in the the loft, Lucas's loft that's been appropriated, we have uh, a Sherry Rosenthal. We see from a business card, she's a lawyer. The the, the Jordan. What's Jordan's last name? Have you figured uh, that you're, out yet? Uh, you're, uh, yeah, didgeridu. that that family attorney, the Didgeridoo attorney, is talking to Hannah, and she says the also, news...
1: also, this is the name cameo of I'm Arlen King's spouse.
0: Oh, there you go. Uh, She says, the good news is you didn't kill Charlotte, but you faked an alibi and you tampered with evidence in a murder investigation. Those are serious offenses. And Hannah's just like, to you, to me, it was Tuesday. Uh, She says, I'm screwed, aren't I? And Sherry says, only if they can prove you did it. And Hannah says, but I did do it. And Sherry says, I'm the only person you're going to tell that to. I'm very good at my job, Hannah, but I can't protect you unless you tell me everything you know. There can't be any surprises when they're questioning this. And we get some Hannah face here, and she looks at her, like, last a text about the squealing cops and whatnot, and Jordan's just like, Hannah, that's right. He told us everything. Hannah says, yeah, you know everything I know. I wonder, is this going to be what eventually breaks him up? Like, he has no tolerance for lying or something like that?
1: Uh, that or, like, a, a stray boomerang hits him in the back of the head. So, mm-hmm. and he like dies.
0: that Sherlock episode? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to go to Toei's construction project here. He's loading some bags into his pickup bed like he's going camping or something. And Spencer walks up. She's like, hey, Univon going camping. Uh, we got to talk about the outfit here. Mm-hmm. She has changed. I think she might still have the same pants on. But now she has this like kind of like white blouse top on with these little like blue patterns on it. But it's, it's tied at her midriff like she's Sookie Stackhouse. Mm hmm. I don't even know what's going on here. It's such a weird look for Spencer. She is, in this episode, she is dressed like
1: every female character in uh, uh, Howard Hawks is like the big sleep. I mean, she is just, she is so (laughs) Lauren Bacall here. Uh,
0: And Toby says, she's got a lot on her plate right now. Like you. Uh, (laughs) And Spencer's like, oh, so you're pulling a Toby. Nice. In your fucking face, Toby, just, you shady I wanna, motherfucker.
1: I want to run in there and just, like, high-five Spencer, yeah. and then run out again.
0: Constantly going out of town at the slightest sign of adversity. Yeah. And Toby says, Spence, we're not in us anymore. You don't get to weigh in on my life. God, a dick. Spencer says, I just thought that we found a way to be friends. And Toby's like, honestly, it was a lot easier being your friend when you lived in D.C., Ah, uh, fuck you very much. Yeah, Spencer says, "Toby, you know that I can't go anywhere right now, okay? The cops are asking us a hundred questions, and I'm really helping my mom with this campaign."
1: Well, but like, so sorry that my fucking presence
0: yeah interferes with your goddamn life. Don't explain yourself to this jerk. And he slams the tailgate shut. He's all pouty, and he's like, "I get it, Spence." And Do you? <laughs> she watches him for a bit and kind of, like, laughs to herself. Because maybe she gets it. And she says, why is it so easy to fall back into old habits? And Toby says, they're hard to give up. That's why they're habits. Yeah. It's a tautological Toby for your ass there. And she says, I'm sorry, Toby. And he's like, don't apologize. Nobody did anything wrong. So she definitely dumped his ass hard, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, like, four months into college.
1: I there is there is no way I I, I
0: would I don't think that was an apolog apologization for uh Taylor there. I think that was like I'm sorry I dumped your ass.
1: I think it's a sorry for everything, which probably started with that. But mm. there is no way that Toby calls her suddenly and is just like Spence,
0: this isn't working for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh... I'm really
1: going places, and by places I mean nowhere.
0: Spencer says well are you at least gonna stay for tomorrow's event I'm sure Yvonne's counting on you and he's like I'll be there his eyes are really red from crying right now I think we finally noticed in like a close-up yeah he, they both nod and he turns away to go cry some more mm-hmm.
1: tries to stop crying cries harder mm-hmm. uh so later that night Spencer's driving with Caleb uh they're in his Jeep she's she's using the computer to track the source of the sent in Texas, and she's like make a ride this next intersection and he's like why was it so easy to track down that signal? Also, why build a firewall if it's so easy to break down? She's like, well, I was just hoping you were going to tell me these texts were all coming from the Radley. And he's like, hmm, so we could break into Sarah's room and kick her ass together. And she's like, you know what they say, the couple that kicks ass together. And I, like, confirmed, this is a great second date.
0: Oh, yeah. Well and she kind of throws that out there. He doesn't say anything. And I think she gets a little self-conscious. And she says, that was an attempt at a non-sarcastic joke. It didn't, didn't quite make it there. And she kind of mimes like shooting a basketball. Mm-hmm. And he kind of laughs at her and releases attention a little. And he says, hey, um, I actually, I wanted to ask you something. Spencer's like, already? I, just, I love that. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like left unsaid so much. You know, mm-hmm. it's like they're already getting to the point. And Caleb says, why did you delete that text from Toby? Or about Toby? And uh, Spencer says, you saw it? And is just like, Spencer, I'm a professional. And it's kind of what I do. Spencer says, um, I don't know. It's just, this was new and I didn't want it to get complicated. <laughs> I feel like right now, Caleb just needs to like pull over and they just like bang on the side of the road.
1: <laughs> well, they just keep, that's their journey talk. They just keep mm-hmm. whispering, complicated. Yeah, Or do they sing the Avril Lavigne song into each other's ears? Oh, don't,
0: no, don't ruin it. <laughs> Spencer says, I, I just want things to stay new and easy. And Kayla's just like, okay, I get that. And he, he clasps her hand again. Some more kind of like finger clasping foreplay there. She smiles. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think this episode? Like, what do you think the, the ships are up to in this episode? I feel like you've got a lot of hesitation from different parties here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure is this kind of like the normal settling in to like the new thing or is this more like setting up to pull the plug, I guess. I don't know if it's so much to pull the plug or if it's
1: like we're not going to take the easy route. Like we're not going to put Spencer and Caleb together and just pretend like it's all going to be fine. Like mm-hmm. they're there. This is like the the second act to something you know yeah i I don't know if it's like the shoe being dropped or the shoe being picked up
0: i hope they don't pull the plug at least too soon on this like i'm not like you know i like end game means means nothing to me like that's such a stupid term but like i'm having fun with this new direction right now i would hate for them to just be like oh no we have to cut this off because like the shippers are mad you know like let's let this play out let's see where it goes it's interesting right now
1: yeah, I'm just I'm all about more uh, more Instagram posts of Tyler Blackburn like posting like middle fingers on fire <laughs> at people. Um, oh, the amount of hate they get's insane to me,
0: like completely insane. Just
1: casually, like people <laughs> feel justified to go online to a celebrity who's actually a real person, if you can believe it, and post something like so shitty to them. <laughs> well, they get the person's that like really we have
0: haven't been- had a real Ezria kiss since S five E five.
1: Well, the fact that they can. I tweet at Norbuck with like Figures it has <laughs> been 23 episodes since They showed real affection and then Somebody has to respond with well you're forgetting the time That she upper his bathroom <laughs> That um,
0: was rather romantic
1: um, But I mean Realistically I want Spencer to End up with like a new and enlightened Version of herself that she understands And appreciates maybe but... Caleb
0: has The twin she's just like Hey I'm Caleb's twin
1: Caleb, cacophony rivers. Yeah, oh, this all cool.
0: works out now. Same inside jokes apply.
1: Yeah, <laughs> timeline figured out. Um, but it's like, do I want Spencer and Caleb to quote unquote end game or be together? Or OTP? Not necessarily. Do I want Spencer and Toby to end up together? No.
0: No. Yeah. Sorry, that's a no. hard no. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I am actually. So we can run off with boring Yvonne. Yeah.
1: Five years forward, I'm actually rooting against Spoby more than I am Ezria,
0: which is, I, I think I would agree with that. Yeah,
1: which is mind blowing for me to verbalize, but it's it's the real deal. It's it's ugly and it's warts and all. Um, so the brew later, Emily walks in. She tries to act casual, putting the key back into the the, the lockbox, and of course, immediately like there's Sabrina. Hey, Emily, and, and, and Emily does her her sexy ginormous busted eyes, and Sabrina is just like, mm hmm. And she's like, I didn't want to think that's what happened. And he's like, no, 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 no. I, uh, we were just trying to help Ezra. <laughs> Sabrina says, you and his ex-girlfriend, Arya. And I was like, that's, it's not what it looks like. And I wanted Emily to pause and be like, what is it you think it looks
0: like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Sabrina says, there's going to be a lock on that box tomorrow. And Emily's like, you don't oh!
1: have to. Oh, double meaning. Yeah,
0: you don't have to do that. We won't. And Sabrina cuts her off. She says, Emily, I actually thought that you cared about what I had to say. And Emily's like, I do. I do. I mean, not about the dumb TV thing, but and Sabrina's like, "Life is short, Emily. Save your lies for someone who has time to hear them." Damn, no patience for liars. She walks past Emily and grabs that cash box, and Emily's like, "Sabrina, you don't have to do that. It... <sighs> Way to go, Arya." Yeah. God, you know, at least Arya could be the one getting busted right now, mm-hmm. so Emily could have some plausible, uh, some uh, plausible deniability. Yeah. Like I, I don't think a regular apology is going to cut it with Sabrina now.
1: Well, so uh, just saying, the next scene is literally Hannah going to the police station, somewhat mia culpa for crimes that Arya directed mm-hmm. her towards. Meanwhile, here's Emily, who has something decent on the horizon after a sea of troubles, and like indirectly off-screen, Arya has shit on that too.
0: Well, I think Emily's only move here is to just go for like. Just full on like self flagellation. Just be like, like Sabrina, you were right. I'm a horrible person. You should stay away from me. And just like, just go o- o- over the top. Like, I'm, I'm dirt. Until Sabrina's finally like, hey, don't say that. You
1: know? Unless, but she needs to add in a twist. <laughs> I, I think about, that's where you got
0: to go with it. Like, that's your only move.
1: Well, she needs to add in a twist about how all of this could be gone in a blink of an eye. And Sabrina be like,
2: whoa.
0: No, I don't think that works. I, seduction will get you nowhere now. I think I think she needs to appeal to Sabrina's like like compassionate side because nothing else is going to work. Well, all. not just
1: her compassionate side, but uh Sabrina's already sensed that we need to like uh uh like carpe diem, carpe noctum.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um maybe a little bit of that. I mean, like what what can Aria do to Spencer now? <laughs> like can she be like
0: uh, can she somehow like non-sexually give Caleb a VD? I mean, like
1: what, how can she ruin Spencer's habit? I
0: think she would just, like, kind of give Spencer shit about, like, breaking the, the girl code, basically.
1: I No, I guess, I mean, maybe she could, like, inadvertently blurt into, like, a microphone somewhere that Veronica Hastings did something improper as a lawyer
0: or something. Could she, could she poo-poo the election somehow? She's gonna be like, Jesus, Spencer, did you fuck Ezra too? I'm still laughing over the aria accidentally, like,
1: pushing Pam down a flight of stairs. Oops.
0: <laughs> I don't think it was accidental. So, yeah, police station, Jordan and Hannah, they're there waiting to talk to the cops of their lawyer. And they're kind of in this little side office, we, like the main police stations behind them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sherry, the lawyer, says, remember to use it as few words as possible when answering his questions. Yes, no, and I don't recall. That's all that needs to be said. Hannah mm-hmm. seems rather resigned. She sighs. And she says, he's going to know I'm lying. And Sherry says, it doesn't matter if he can't prove it. And then we see Lorenzo. He walks out of another office. kind of glares at them and walks past them into the main room. And the lawyer gets up and follows him. And he's like like yelling at her, but it's in the other room. We don't really know what, what they're saying. And Jordan's just like, it's okay. You're not, I can't do the accent. Obviously.
1: You're not in this alone.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they're both just watching. Lorenzo, he kind of like looks over and glares at Hannah. And then Sherry comes back and she says, Hannah, you're free to go, at least for now. And Hannah's like, wait, why? What happened? And Jerry says, the security company lost the Radley backup drive. And Hannah's like, they lost it?
1: Whoa, this is the only thing that Jordan ever does right. He says, you didn't do that, did you?
0: And Hannah's like, no, and I'm even telling the truth. And they all look at Lorenzo, who, like, not subtly, kind of, he pulls back his coat to flash the badge on his, on his belt. And he's just, like, you know, glaring hatefully at them. And Hannah's just like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they take off. It's like, welcome to be the new cop doormat, Lorenzo.
1: I want him to, like, put a foot up on a perch as the other cops gather around. And him to be like, guys, we need a fresh perspective on this case.
0: (laughs) Um. (laughs) Back to Arya's room. She's looking through her desk. Then she goes to her closet. She pulls out, like, one million purses. And digs through the mall before she finally finds, the, like, her dad's the keys. The only
1: thing missing is, like, the eviscerated, hollowed-out, like, corpse of a doll that she's turned into
0: a purse. <laughs> well, these are some, I mean, there's, like, a leopard print purse. Like, yeah. like white with leopard spots. I mean, these are, these are some crazy purses. Lots of rhinestones. and. is like, what sort of
1: offerings have you brought me, my child?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Spencer and Caleb, they've arrived at a dimly lit storage unit. Uh, it's unlocked. No, no lock on the latch. And Spencer says, you know, no lock. Caleb nods. She opens it. He's looking around. He kind of pulls up the, the door. And We see inside. There's just a single metal trash can.
1: A brand new bin of sin, which the fans will love.
2: Mm
0: hmm. I mean, this has got to be some deja vu for these two, right? Mm hmm. So they, they kind of look at each other and she slowly pulls the lid off the can. See, it's, it's almost full inside and right on top. Is A's old black hoodie and gloves and there's a little Blackberry phone there. And the phone immediately starts vibrating. In the new text it says, I don't lurk in the shadows, I hide in plain sight. When I was like, What? No emojis? Yeah, really. And so Spence, she picks up the phone, Caleb hes checking out the clothes and the glows, and I feel like couldn't he just trace the signal that sent that text now? Yeah, really. Isn't that what he just did? I don't know. And Spencer's just like, it's happening again. Isn't it? And uh, dramatic music you know as he's kind of like looking at the glows. we we need a new name or we need a name for new a like i'm getting tired of like not having a handle for this person
1: well and the other thing too is again like 6b was written and produced and finished and everything mm. months and months and months and months ago i feel like a lot of us just assumed that it's as after like 6 uh 12 was 612 yeah 612 that uh or 613 yeah sorry 613 that like red devil skull is the new a like that's the figure mm-hmm. that's the sign off thing and i think that's what's missing is that there needs to be the sign off
0: yeah so it's which just
1: like the girls all sign off their names on text apparently i don't know it just it, it's almost i mean is it just going to are we going to call them like anonymous <laughs>
0: yeah no they they need a hand they just call me i mean come on yeah yeah yeah, it is funny sometimes. I see people online; they're wondering, like, "Oh, is this a reaction to this or that?" It's like, no, none of this is a reaction to anything. <laughs> this is all in the can, like six months ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: so we're gonna go uh, outside Arya's house now. She's using the keys that she found to open her dad's trunks. Her trunk. Uh, the golf clubs are inside there. She's counting the irons. She's like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and she stops. There's no nine iron. Boom, boom, boom. Uh And then straight to level three now for Arya. But how how do we know this isn't just A fucking with them? I feel like this isn't anything definitive, really. They should
1: march into like, the police a station. Like, did A just, like,
0: go to, like, behind the church and find a nine iron or something and be like, oh, I found the murder weapon? Stupid well, cops.
1: I mean, they should just march into the police station and be like, hey, Lorenzo, was Charlotte killed off a nine iron? No. Thanks.
0: <laughs> Never mind why we asked you that. I'm just. I
1: thought Aria seen that lack of a club. And then somewhere Piktoon is like, achievement unlocked.
0: Level 3. Access corrected. <laughs> level 5 is theoretical. It's never actually been observed.
1: Oh, shit. No You're not ready for level 5, people. Mm-hmm. The, the medium of TV can't handle Aria at level 5.
0: Speaking of levels, uh, we're at the Marin household. Ashley Marin, she walks in after a long day of making people's problems go away. She gets out a bottle of serious scotch and pulls herself a couple fingers of that and takes a deep drink, big old sigh. I mean, the shit she does to protect her daughter. You mm-hmm. the real MVP, Ashley. Mm-hmm. And she kind of decompresses then she pulls a hard drive out of her purse. It's very helpfully labeled "The Radley Hotel Offsite Security Data Backup Systems." Oh, mom of the year. It'd be awesome if Ashley just like poured scotch over the hard drive and lit it on fire <laughs> right now. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, that moment when you realize, wait, that's not a wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> this is a different kind of characterization of our favorite character.
0: Yeah. I, I do want to point out like any real backup system would be on like a Striped RAID 5. There wouldn't just be a single hard drive. Probably I, tape backup, too.
1: I like to think that like if
0: Spencer, we've seen Spencer and the Liars go to like an
1: offsite like data storage facility. Like I like to think that they did this would take like an hour or two and then it would, of course,
0: fail in some way.
1: My hope is that this took Ashy and Byron, like, literally all
2: day.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think the serious scotch is, like, an indicator of, of Byron's involvement here. Yeah. This is where I really wanted the instrumental version of Where's My Mind to start playing. <clears throat> uh, so, the next day...
1: Not not in every Aria scene.
0: <laughs> That's different. By the way, you should really watch The Leftovers. Uh, so, the next day... It's the, like, get out the vote, like, meet the candidates' daughters, like, meet-up event thing happening here. Spencer's on a stool next to Yvonne. There are, like, 12 whole students in the audience watching them. This is a shitty event for all involved. They have this weird routine that feels like at any moment it could get really passive-aggressive, but somehow never does. Like, it's it's just, like, waiting to happen, just in case.
1: Well, I mean, I wanted Spencer to be like, I don't get out of bed unless, like, 25 people are at my beck and call. Twelve?
0: I mean, this, th- this is extra chairs <laughs> i think all the students here are actually reporters so i'm not sure how effective this is but yeah Arya, emily and caleb are nearby just watching Arya's on her phone mm-hmm. she's changed into a new white dress it's pink and blue stripes on it it's almost like a, looks normal
1: it's a swanky like infidelity bar yeah <laughs> this is a, i guess this is the most like uh like uh fitting of political uh locales <laughs> there you go yeah
0: the most patriotic Arya outfit yeah. Uh, and so Spencer says, all my friends t- turn out for national elections, but most of us don't even know when our local elections are held. Or really, who our local ro- representatives even are. Rock <laughs> you hear that, Bernie bros? Yeah. yeah. And Yvonne says, until my mom got involved in the campaign, I didn't. Is young voter turnout low because we don't care to ask? And Spencer says, or is it because we're confused and we're skeptical?
1: I mean, honestly, are they reading off a teleprompter? I, I, I think they just like about,
0: rehearse this or something. Well, I
1: feel like they're about to like present golden globe awards to somebody.
0: <laughs> yeah, Maybe Bruce host... Lanch in the background
1: there. <laughs> Maybe they'll like host them together next year. Uh, So Yvonne's like a lot of politicians came to power on the backs of rich donors. They like it when you're confused and cynical. Especially like Yvonne's right. Not about but For them, the less you know, the less you care. So they get to make a lot of, Big decisions for you, and Yvonne says, "But we do have access to information, and we want to help you find it." And he says, "We're on opposite sides of this campaign, but on this issue, we stand together." And Yvonne says, "If you don't vote, you don't have a voice." And <laughs> the twelve people there are just like, "Damn, that—that's hard hitting. That's—that's that's mm-hmm. serious, you know." So Spencer turns to to Yvonne, White Toby like uh, watches of a goofy smile, and Spencer's like. Are you okay, this up the questions? Yvonne's like, absolutely, Spencer, and Spencer smiles.
0: Well, I, I just gotta point out real quick: this is a special election. Why are they even bothering with the youth vote? Yeah. Let's be real here. Yeah. None of the college kids are even gonna vote in this election. Right, right.
1: I wonder if it will indeed rain on election day. Uh, Spencer says, "If you have any questions, we'd be really like happy to answer them." Yeah. Meanwhile, like uh, Ashley and Marin is like walking some new guests to his room. As she, or Aria like talks her up on the phone. And Arya's like, "Hannah, your mom just got in the elevator." And Hannah's like, "It's a go." And Hannah like, "Ezra's pops off to the rally," and Arya's on the phone. She's like, "We need to find out if Ezra's hiding out with my dad."
0: Why on earth would Ezra be hiding out with your dad, Arya? Like, why? Why does that seem like a normal thing to you? I just see my my thought
1: would be and they kind of addressed it in it was season three was the last time they really addressed it i think but i would think that occasionally sure byron leaves ezra voicemail it's just like hey ezra it's byron fuck you you know (laughs) like i don't know if like why would byron ever come around ezra i mean other than feeling sympathy for him i guess that byron is capable of feeling sympathy for some monsters in the world
0: byron's just like hey ezra got the new cold war kids CD. you want to listen to it if not that's cool Anyway <laughs> Hey Ezra, I just had my
1: Fedora reblocked. <laughs> you free Saturday night.
0: Well like Ezra's missing out of town somewhere. Oh he must be with your dad. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh so Hannah, she comes over to her mom's iMac, it's it's logged out, and so she says, Hey, you know, it's logged out, I don't know her password. And already he says, It's not really my department, because she's <laughs> all the help in the fucking world this week. He's like, not my fucking problem.
1: Like, Arya should really be in the office with her pouring a soda on the keyboard or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, so Arya hands a phone over to Caleb and she says, Hannah can't figure out her mom's password. And Caleb's just like, hey. And Hannah's like, hey. And like, even them saying hi to each other is like full of romantic tension. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, okay. What was the name of your first pet? And Hannah says, guppy. She tries that. Nope. And kids just like you named it Guffy, Guffy. And Arya does this really funny look here. It's like kind of like bitch, please look to Emily. Like she's just like what an idiot.
1: Well, I want Emily to be like, no, don't even. I'm done with you.
0: Yeah. Emily's like, I was 15 minutes away from getting in those pants. Fuck you, Arya.
1: I don't want to talk to you until next week's episode, mm-hmm. minimum. And I want I want Hannah to be like, no, it was a giraffe. Uh, she's like, no, I, I was too. He's mm-hmm. like. Ugh show your birthday so that works and it's like i'm in and caleb says okay i'll call you if she comes back down so she brings up a guest list on the screen and she's like uh hey caleb and he's like yeah i'm really glad about you and spent about spencer i mean that she told you about the text yeah me
0: too he hangs up that was awkward yeah what what is that supposed to mean is it is it that it's hard for her to say it directly or did she really not mean to imply that she was talking about the relationship
1: I yeah I wonder if she just wasn't comfortable with that level of awkwardness.
0: Hannah is
1: handling it better than Toby. Oh, that's for not sure. A, that's yeah. not a surprise.
0: I'm and just saying. Toby's it. been crying for the last 48 hours.
1: But what? But in the same in the same breath, where magnanimous fucking Toblerone who streams Nick at Night was just like, nobody did nothing wrong. He's also basically told her like, get the fuck out of my town. But ba bum bum. So, uh, I wish he would hum the Green Acres theme at the end of everything he says.
0: Or so, just, like, whistle the Andy Griffith theme. Yeah.
2: <laughs> As he goes fishing with Caleb. Mm-hmm.
0: Hey, uh, could you stop that? Thanks.
1: Be right back, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So we're back in Hannah's office. She gets a text from Jordan that says, uh, you know, landed safely. Miss you already. No worries. No worries. That's what Australians say.
1: (laughs) That's Uh, not a knife. This
0: is a knife. She smiles. She's kind of grateful.
1: Oh, my God. What if Paul Hogan guest starred as his (laughs) pappy? There you
2: go.
0: So, I mean, either this guy is, like, secretly an asshole or he has, like, the mother of all heartbreaks coming, right? Like, there's no other way around this.
1: Maybe Arya will push him down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) She's
0: like, no worries, no worries. And Arya's just like, I didn't say you needed to worry.
1: I will have a full on cardiac arrest event if Arya pushes somebody (laughs) out a window this season.
0: (laughs) She's going to say, watch the leftovers. Anyway, uh, so Caleb, he's back in the lobby. He says, whoever it is, they were expecting us. And he says, they meaning Sarah. And Arya says, you saw her that night at Radley. Sarah wasn't just wearing that red coat. She was rocking it. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> and Ari says, the more I think about it, the more I think that everything she told that judge was a lie. Sarah wasn't forced to play the game. She wanted to. <sighs> and Ellie's kind of shaking her head right now, thinking about how she fucked her own stalker.
1: But she's also thinking like, God damn it, Arya!" <laughs> Spencer said that in the first five minutes of this episode. Yeah, really. God damn it. So kind <laughs> like, Maybe you're right, but there's someone else who's seeking justice for Charlotte. <laughs> Are you absolutely sure that Allison's out of town?
0: And Aria's like, I think you're on the right track, Caleb. Just and so Aria,
1: I'm- having never been more true or honest or, or, or following her star, says, I'm not absolutely sure about anything anymore. <laughs> Kev's like, Aria, guys, don't you usually have a full set of golf clubs. Maybe your dad never had a
0: nine iron.
1: Which and is like-, like, and yes, I am
0: metaphorically impugning your dad's penis size when I say that.
1: But I think it's also it's a it's a it's a generally true statement about how not everyone's elevator goes to the top floor either.
0: <laughs> Arya, some guys don't have the nine iron, if you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> I do, though. Ask Spencer. Yeah.
0: Um. If you don't want to ask Spencer,
1: ask Hannah. <laughs> and if you
0: don't want to ask Hannah,
1: ask Toby. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, start with Toby. He's gonna give me the best Yelp review. I really will. You bastard. You magnificent bastard. The
0: ambiance was great.
1: (laughs) What if the fire and the Johnny Cash cover is like Caleb's move? Well, I guess never mind. He was like camping of Hannah. What if camping? Some general form of camping camping is is Caleb's move. (laughs) So, Emily's like, and that just happens to be the club that this not A has. And Caleb's like, I was trying to be a calming
0: influence, Emily. (laughs) He's like, sorry.
1: I've been around Aria all day. Caleb's I'm a little like, frazzled. <laughs> in
0: case he forgot, I'm the essence of best boyfriend. So Hannah walks up and she says, hey, neither your dad or Ezra are staying here. Caleb's just like, wait, what about Sarah? And Hannah says she put a do not disturb sign on her door two days ago. And she instructed the staff to not go in her room when she's gone.
2: I was just going to say, what if
1: Ari was like, Hannah, I want you to go back. Sometimes my dad checks into hotels under the name
0: Sam Seaborn. <laughs> and he says what is she doing in there and thus all my fanfiction fiction begins and hannah says i'll take building a lair for 300 alex and Arya has a thought she holds up her phone to like show them something meanwhile over in this like boring ass like get out the vote thing yvonne's like be inspired to create the future you imagined by voting Oof. spencer says what it really comes down to you guys is this nothing's ever going to change unless you make your voice heard thank you so much for joining us and Yvonne says, thanks, guys. And this audience of, like, five people claps. And they smile and wave at them. Toby's super happy, I guess because they didn't murder each other. Spencer <laughs> yeah, and Yvonne, so- they, they shake hands. They're posing for photos.
1: Yeah, so Yvonne's like, that was fun. So they're like, that was really fun. Uh, so Yvonne's like, oh, excuse me for a minute. So Spencer says, yeah, Yvonne, like, hurries past Spencer to go talk to someone. Spencer turns to Toby and Saunders, who, Saunders, to talk. And Spencer's like, I like her. Toby says, she's one of a kind. He's <laughs> like, I'll stay out of your way okay i promise so toby says you were right yesterday leaving would have been a mistake so she's like of course i was right <laughs> okay. i know it's hard for evolving back here we have to force ourselves to remember that we're not the people we once were
0: are you really are you <laughs> really not the people you once were and toby's like but but it's temporary right i mean you are eventually going back to dc and spencer says yeah they want me back the second the election's over And he smiles at this. God, what a fucking tool!
1: Well, so the question is: Does he want her gone because it hurts so bad to have her there? Does he want her gone because he thinks that maybe that will lead to the ruination quickly of her and Caleb? Does he is he doing like a Hannah thing where like he
0: wants her to stay
1: but he's pushing her away because he he doesn't think she'll stay? I'm
0: getting more of like this is like kind of like psychologically like ruining his ability to ask this chick to marry him Mm. i feel like it's something like that where like he just he can't do it when spencer's around so you think in a way uh,
1: toby and hannah are kind of on the same track and that they're trying to like Mm. ruin to sabotage their own future matrimony
0: no i don't think so i think hannah's hannah's situation is much different i think with toby it's just like he's just like, he can't, he can't stretch his brain enough to the idea of like having Spencer around when he wants to ask somebody else to marry him. Mm. Whereas with Hannah, I think Hannah really wants to be into it. And she's trying, like, she's just trying not to let her doubts about the marriage, like cloud anything, you know?
1: Hannah, let me tell you something. My dad told me before his house blew up. na na na. You understand?
2: Yeah.
0: So uh, Toby walks back to his girlfriend. Spencer's just kind of thinking about what she's going to do to Kayla later on tonight. And she joins the others at the bar. They're all looking at Arya's phone. And Spencer says, how did I do? Guys? And Arya just hands her the phone. And Hannah says, we were so busy looking at the murder weapon that we didn't notice. And Spencer says, the carpet. And we zoom in on, like, the black and white pattern behind the nine iron in that photo there that he sent. And Hannah says, you know, my mom spent weeks trying to match the uniforms to those colors. So I guess this is like the the average typical carpet in the Radley suite. Apparently. That's what we're getting at. And Spencer says. The overlook's says, there. So that this person who sent this is staying at the Radley. And Emily says, just like Sarah Harvey. And Ari's phone rings. So she takes it back. She says, it's my dad. And Caleb and Hannah both at the same time are like, Pantsy. answer it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Accidental halo there. And they're just kind of like, like, oh, that was weird.
1: I like how we both went for the Caleb. <laughs>
0: of course. And Arya says, Dad? And Byron says, Hey, Arya, I know that you're with your friends right now, but I really need to see you alone. There's something I need to tell you. Mm. And as we, she's listening to this in the background, you see that, that weird old man from before in the post office uniform. Mm-hmm. He's now in a Radley uniform with glasses the, on. The Radley doorman army. Mm-hmm. And he walks outside, he gets into a black town car, which then dries off, and we see inside the car, This we don't really see the face at first, but this person, they pull off their black glasses and hat, and then the whole fucking face gets pulled off, like it's Mission Impossible or something, but we, we don't see who it is, of course. Uh, This is the new A, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think those black glasses could be like a, a hint about Leslie?
1: I don't think we're going to see Leslie again. <laughs> Who knows
0: I don't know what, what theories you know this is the end of the episode, obviously, that was our attempted at an a tag what what do you think?
1: Uh, I don't think you can really get any kind of clue as to who this person is, obviously the driver knows who they are, but I just don't I mean, I know like I saw like pillow Sherlock was trying to do a thing like initial impression I think it's a guy i I feel like. I, We've had enough, like uh, stump people and black hoodie getups.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think he can read anything into like body types or anything like that. Um, yeah, I still feel like Allie is the most likely candidate. I mean, she probably won't be long term, but I feel like right now she's subtly the most obvious.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and it's fun because theoretically we still have a killer and an A.
0: Like we're kind mm-hmm. of back to what yeah. we always
1: wanted from the beginning of the show. I guess,
0: um, yeah, the killer is going to turn out to be like Lucas or something, um, but A will be somebody else. Yeah, A who somehow doesn't know who the killer is, but can like obtain the murder weapon. I don't don't know.
1: I am, I am, I have a feeling, a strong feeling that A will have been a team or at least two people, just hmm. because it seems like TV shows, it's just easier to bunch characters together and or. Like, how often do you find, like, well, how could Mona be A if she was giving yeah. Emily a massage? Oh, it had to be Lucas, mm-hmm. you know? Um, plus, I just don't, unless it's Mona, I just don't think that, that any one person on this show right now could do what both Mona and Charlotte did.
0: Mona is better than the stupid emoji text, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly. I mean, unless it's, like, Mona's so good that she's going to, like, send lame text to, like, throw people off the scent or something, you know?
1: But, I mean, even Charlotte, we discovered, couldn't do it on her own like Mona could.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. So. So, that was New Guys, New Lies. Uh, what's the next episode called? Do Not Disturb. Oh, there we go. I, I guess I we're going to find out what's in Shower Harvey's hotel room.
1: There's that. But my first thought, I guess, was that what if Byron's like, Aria, come talk to me. I'm in room. Hm, 237. You know, yeah, 237.
0: Yeah, the next episode is a Brian Holtman episode, directed by Melanie Mayron, so that should be a fun oh. time. Oh, so I this just... should
1: probably be the uh, Emily like being held down in the, the hospital gown outfit, I think. I think that uh, was be a uh, thing.
0: Let thing. Let me juice you up a little further here. Juice cord- me up. According to the wiki here, this episode marks the first appearance of Nolan North as Peter Hastings.
1: Oh, shit.
0: I can dig that if that happens. Yeah. We haven't seen Peter in a while. Um. So yeah, that's what's coming up this next.
1: This is also Ari and Spencer in the uh the balcony.
0: Yeah, doing their like Ari's Mission Impossible stuff. Somebody
1: off a balcony. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also twisted. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us at plt on Twitter. Our website page is BrosWatchPLLT Uh, always appreciate getting tweets or longer comments on our website page. We had a bunch this last weekend, so that was pretty cool. Um, if you like the podcast, feel free to rate and review us on iTunes. We got a couple more reviews this past week in the U.S. Thanks to Durkee313 and KimPeds. Uh, just KimPeds, sorry. No number. Just KimPeds. Um, dream come true, she says, so thank you for that. Always appreciate getting reviews. Uh, you got anything, Marco?
1: No, just... Uh show again and then we were almost halfway through this season it hurts yeah.
0: i mean we're also spoiling people we don't normally put these out on thursday but scheduling uh required it i can't uh, well, say whether or not it'll continue that way or not but
1: it'll probably be back to friday next week um but we haven't talked about it yet this was the week that the writers went back to work on season seven too the day before uh, uh this episode aired on tuesday so i think it's interesting just what we i mean we don't really know where season six b is going to even mm-hmm. begin to petificate on on what the fuck will happen to season seven
0: but it's but, only right about now that any kind of adjustments to reactions could even begin to occur yeah
1: yeah yeah um other than i mean there might be like little tweaks during that 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 highest period um like you know, better green screen backdrops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, but no, nothing technical. major, really. Yeah. I mean, like Heather said, you have to at least be proud of the way uh, Byron and Ella referred to Charlotte.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: because um, I mean, I think you you <laughs> take
0: take look. what you can, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just wonder, like, how how is Allie going to end up Mrs. Rollins in like six more episodes or something
1: in a matter of weeks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it, she's Mrs. Rollins. And presumably, if what they said is that the 610 future flashback is at the very end of season seven or season six,
0: like, yeah. I mean, is it just some like
1: spur of the moment thing where she just marries this
0: weirdo? I guess that's. I feel like that's the kind of thing where Caleb and Spencer would just look at each other and just be like, boner killer. And they just break up. <laughs>
1: Allison, your romantic continuance are so depressing. You're causing an end to our relationships.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Hashtag spiel no more. Anyways, uh, that is the episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next time to talk about Do Not Disturb. See you then. Bye-bye.